Next up, another episode of Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice. What's up, my derps? It's your boy, Gregolis, and welcome back. Oh, no! Peter! Stay, sit still, sit still. Peter, no! There we go. Oh. Uh, we will... Uh, hey, everybody, this is how it goes. This is uh, the derp show. Uh, <laughs> it's the DD&D show. My name is Gregolis. It is Halloween. We are super hyper and excited. Thanks to everybody who are in the chat right now. We um, actually have a really big announcement before we jump into the regular announcements. We've got a brand new intro. So we're going to flash that on the screen for you guys right now. Stay tuned. It's like six seconds long, all right? So hold on to your butts. Uh-oh, there we go. What did everybody think of that? Oh, I've literally watched it oh. so many times. I can't stop watching it. Yeah, I literally Dungeons, like Dragons and Dice. We have to give a big Who shout says out. That? Yeah, I was gonna say we have to give a big shout out to Mr. Ty Wilson Critz over here, uh, who is voicing the uh, uh, end of the intro, the outro of the intro. I didn't, I didn't know I was doing it, but uh <laughs> I'd say it so many times at the end of the stream that uh, Greg just pulled one and it worked. That's how we did it. Uh, in fact, that was our from our last stream. Once again, thanks yeah. to all the people that showed up to our charity stream. But this is episode 22. We are back into regular campaign. Um, yeah, it's also Halloween, so you might see us all dressed up. There are a few people in the chat that have figured out that I am pseudo-Griorn today. Griorn smashed on. I've got, like, all my jewelries and things on. Oh, I don't know if you can see... My cool tattoos. If I start touching my neck and stuff, I think I've already swooshed it hey, off. Hey, look at them tattoos. Hey, look at them whoa. tats. Who is that? He got tats just for the stream, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're real. They're, They're real. real tattoos. Who, who's that real. talking over there? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, uh -oh, Mr. Chef's Kiss. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am Pacha from uh, the Emperor's New Group. I love it. And it's when these dice, you know, these dice just sing. If uh, any of you seen the Emperor's New Groove, if not, I will, you're not going to understand this. <laughs> I, I have definitely seen it multiple times. Right. It's yeah, so I love good. it. Oh, my God. It's so good. Speaking of right. Uh, all righty, then. Let's throw it over to Mr. <laughs> all righty, then. <laughs> oh I am Ace Ventura <laughs> with uh, a sequin dino as my parrot because dinosaurs used to or turned into parrots. Yep. So that's yep. how I... That's exactly how that how I uh, figured that out. <laughs> that's, that's just science right there. <laughs> Can we get a... definitely uh, not last minute. Nope. <laughs> Can we get an all righty then from everyone in uh, right now? Give oh. it a, on a count of three. Oh. One, two, three. Oh. All righty then. Righty then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Grant, has been I the best that. start in <laughs> And Miss Wawa Tessie, can you explain who you are? No. Whip your braids back and forth. I only have one braid. Where's your sugar glider? Yeah, where is your sugar glider? What's its name? <laughs> there is no name in Ojibwe <laughs> that I have found for a sugar glider. The closest <laughs> I have come is a flying squirrel, which is not the same. S say it. Jigash Kondwa. Exactly. 
It's finally named. Ethan, write it down. Much cooler than I mean, trying to try think of the that anatomical. Like, what, I'm like, is it glucose or glu- what's the sugar? I'm blanking on the glucose. Yeah. Is yes. it glucose? Yeah. Glucose well, guider? Not in a glucose. Not in Ojibwe. <laughs> <laughs> not in yeah. Ojibwe. No. Yeah, I don't. Uh, um, in Ojibwe. I know it. So growing up, there was this one lady, she used to teach Ojibwe at the school in Curve Lake, and her name was Bubbles. And every <laughs> year for Christmas, or yeah. for Christmas, for Halloween, she would make you say candy apple in Ojibwe before you could get a candy apple from her. Oh, then yeah. Oh, that's smart. Let's fucking yeah. know that. So if you, didn't, <laughs> if you didn't know how to say it in Ojibwe, then you didn't get a candy apple. Incentive. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And so for, for some apple. reason, I can't think of the word. Oh, <laughs> damn. Put me on the spot. So you're not getting a candy <laughs> apple. So you're not getting a fucking candy <laughs> apple. <isn't it? laughs> Happy <You're> Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miss Trail Mixon, you have some announcements as well, I believe. I do, but first of all, guess what I am, guys? Is it not obvious? No, I'm just kidding. I'm a unicorn. It's a unicorn. I have an announcement. Listen up. Do you, do you like crafts? Do, do you like learning new things kind of badly sometimes? Do you enjoy people talking at you in stream world? Do, do you um, like monsters? Breathe. Do you Breathe. like monsters? Do you like monsters? Too? This is a lot of pressure. Do you like monsters from 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 this thing? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you're you're in the right place. Um, you're in the right place, guys, because I'm going to be doing a stream on the Dirtwood called Trails Trinkets, and I am going to be crocheting, hence the crochet hooks and yarn, um, little monster manual creatures. I'm going to work my way through the monster manual. I'm new to learning crochet creatures, um, but if you guys want to come and join me, and we can have fun, and we can struggle to learn patterns together, that would be so much fun. And even if you don't want to craft... Screw it, come out anyway. <laughs> I'm really fun. So <laughs> that's my announcement. We- and it's going, oh, I should tell you when it's going to be. I'm hoping, I'm thinking Tuesdays, time pending, but it'll be probably maybe seven is my ballpark time, but we'll have more announcements for that uh, in the Discord. If you want to check out the Dirtwood Discord or the Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, go to those places. Yeah, and, and don't forget to follow at Trail Mixon on uh, Instagram and make sure, because I saw you already posting some of that spider stuff up there. Yes, you, follow me on Trail Mixon on Instagram. And you'll, spooky Is it spiders. a spooky spell with spider? Spoopy. Spoopy. So that's my announcement. I think I nailed it. There was no chaos. Great. Greg, how do you <laughs> trail out something trail again? Out. Someone's asking if we want to become famous. Uh, also, I forgot... That this this stream is only from the waist up because hold on I might as well just show you yeah he's doing yeah, it stand up oh yeah oh he's got show the whole thing. Wearing show a skirt. oh yeah <laughs> hot just costume that's a full are costume. you wearing are you wearing yeah, brown tights <laughs> no it's just the shadow of my legs <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought I thought he wore brown pants I wish but you know what it's refreshingly. Cool. Um, <laughs> are we uh, good to go there? I, I remembered like while you. we while uh, Becky was doing her spiel there. It's Zisbach the Wobman. Ooh. Oh, okay. And and also with you. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, a on, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> little on the nose. All right. With all, are we all good with the announcements, folks? I, uh, I believe one, we're ready to get into it. Can I do more announcements in the future? That was fun. Yes. Sure. Also, I'm really hot now, though. 
<laughs> quick, uh, quick uh, round of applause for Greg though for putting together that uh, that fantastic uh, intro. By the way, it was yeah, uh, well, it, well done. Golf clap, awesome. golf clap, everyone. it's awesome. Golf, golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. This is but like without a, further, here my it's a spoken word clap. It's a spoken word clap. Yeah. <laughs> without further ado, though, previously on Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice. Last we left off, the group awakens in the Dragon's Lair Tavern and begins to settle their debts, generously, generously paid for by Cypher, and, making, and begin to make their way, uh, their long journey back to find out the fate of the Bloodhand tribe on the, Tom, on the Temravi Plains. Teleporting back to the Dragon Trading Post and a brief discussion with Austere, the uh, proprietor of the Dragon Trading Post, um, they tie up loose ends and begin to make their way back to Post Malone. Learning that the crystal-infected crops were taken care of and eventually the team finds the, the Bloodhand tribe. Although along the way, the party runs into a, a Komodon military group beset by a group of Onkegs. After some back and forth, mostly between Borok and uh, Cypher, they agree to step in. As the dust settles on the, on the battlefield, the Komodon, the surviving Komodon military, and the party strike a deal to discuss a truce with the Arban, the, which is the leader of their military contingent, and the Bloodhand tribes in a week at Post Malone. Arriving by night, the party see, uh, seems sees what's to be... Wow, I can't speak today. Arriving by night, the party sees what used to be it's almost a shell of the Bloodhand tribe after a pretty frustrating and intense discussion with Warchief Dolva he begrudgingly agrees to meet with the Komodons and discuss a truce the party begin to move their separate ways through the camp and begin to assist and heal the members of the tribe before turning down for the night as dawn breaks on the Temravi Plains, most of you wake up, although all of you don't feel that rested. It's almost as if you had a very, very vivid and lucid dream, and it almost feels like something weird happened throughout the night. Um, now... Since we have a week between the Bloodhand and Komodon uh, negotiations, we're going to be taking uh, little vignettes where we're going to be talking uh, person by person and having them do what they want to do for the whole week. And if anyone on the party wants to jump in and kind of have a quick discussion with them or, you know, uh, go over any important activities that they're doing, uh, even small activities... We'll be doing that one by one. And if someone wants to jump in or if, for instance, Cypher wants to ask Wawatessi something, simply just ask and bring them in. So to start, Griorn, what are you doing in this week? <clears throat> well, uh, if I remember correctly, Moth Lady over there had a moth. Did I get its name? Don't think so. Roll a roll a history check. Oh crit! Oh, oh now that's first how we one started of the day. Off. There we go. Fuck yeah. 
you remember at the uh after getting to the uh the bloodhand tribe uh cypher went out and started playing her violin for the children of the tribe mm-hmm. and that's when you heard her say the name cap and that's when you saw this moth Hey. Operate. Okay. So you know the name as Cap. Or that's just its summoning name. Who knows? Or, you don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just that's, Cap of the Morning to you. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what Cap I was doing. Cap of the Morning to you. That's what they, I've <laughs> that's heard the that. Expression. That's how they, yeah. That's the phrase. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I am, <clears throat> I'm going to uh, uh, wake up and uh, nod at Cypher and say, oh, well, I was well played last night. Yep, well done. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in my room? Oh, uh, <laughs> her tent. My uh, tent. It's uh, it's it's more it's cap of the morning to you. Oh, it's morning. All right, all right. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go and uh, rustle up Wawatesi. <clears throat> Miss uh, Wawatesi, it is morning time. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, off to do the stuff. And I'll leave, and I'll go over, and I'll wake up uh, Barack, and I'll... Uh, I've been up for two hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Barack's not... You go to an empty <laughs> tent. <laughs> I'm going to sniff the air, test the wind, uh, and then I want to hunt oh. Barack down and find out where he is. Roll oh. a nature check. Mm, I'm standing right here. Oh. Literally in front of the tent. Oh, I, I didn't see you there. I'm... Uh, Walked right past them, went into the tent. He wasn't yeah, there. I seriously, I'm, like, I'm sitting in front of this fire for Your a while. Your camo is just next level. It's just uh, <laughs> very, very sneaky. What do, what do your ranger eyes see? Well, uh, I see you trying to wake me up in the tent. That's right. And your hangover's getting to you. Oh, well, I mean, it could be many things. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a hangover. I, dwarves don't get hangovers. As a reminder, I hope you all set your... Um, Roger that. Yeah, remember, re- I see Griorn, you don't, yeah. you haven't done the long rest yet? Okay. Um, sorry, sorry to jump in there. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what's the plan here? Uh, everything okay with uh, Dovo? Like, what, what happened? Well, I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. It's, this is a bit of a fuck show for sure. Uh, we have two options, really. Uh, we can go and try and seek peace which I think is the best one. With the dynasty? With the dynasty. Uh, and maybe do the whole the enemy of my enemy is my friend thing. With the geodes. Yeah. And that might buy us some time to regroup before they start encroaching on the territory again. Or we can go and just give them hell start fighting. But I don't think it's going to go well. But if we can beat them back enough... They are so fixated right now with the, we'll soon to be the geodes, and then up north, they're the other battle they're fighting, or war they're fighting, that maybe they'll leave us alone for a while. But I fear that if they do win that secondary war, that they're just going to come back here and, and really stop us out for good. So, mean, oh, like uh, going to fight the Knolls or whatever was up there? No, no, no. The... Uh, Sorry, Peter. What's the uh, DM? The other uh, the kingdom to the, the north. Kingdom to the north. Yeah. Yeah. Holdramian. Holdramian. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Barack, I'm not. I don't know the history of any of this, but I'm wondering what makes them want this land to begin with. Is there gold? Is there? What makes anybody want any land? So you don't actually know the reasoning. Nope. 
if we knew the reasoning, we could try to convince them that it didn't exist. Like, let's say they wanted the land for the gold. We could say, oh, they're just uh, the wells have dried up. You know, we could just kind of slip that into conversation. Isn't gold already dry? From my experience. Very good point. Well, what, Tessie? <laughs> from my experience, when uh, a group of people try and just take land, it's either A, yeah, for resources, or B, just to take it. Okay. So, so they can that's have fair. it. I mean, I thought the reason was plain. Because it's the planes. Is this the time? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it's too early? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's never too early for a bad pun. <laughs> all puns are good. Oh, yeah. I need to... Uh, I need to think on this a bit. Uh, I, I, too, need to... I don't, nobody wants war, Barack. And uh, quite frankly, I don't think your people are strong enough in numbers to no. take that on. Uh, just, you know, common sense at this point. But I do need to go and find that uh, that magic I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Oh, what magic? I'm so sorry. I'm coming in all into this very late. You're looking for magic. Oh. So we're trying to stop a war. Yes. Fair. Very, very high priority. Yes. Trying to find magic. Hey. That is, you know, there's magic everywhere. Are you just... It's uh, an unusual magic, you okay. okay, so we're looking for that. Yes. And Wawa Tessie, do you have any, like, overarching goals, as you might say? Family. Looking for family? Trying to find family? Building Making family. family. Building family. Okay. I thought I was your family. You are. Oh, it's the berry juice. Love it gets that. them every time. It's okay. berry juice. So, he does have the best berry juice. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. I can dig into those more it was, later. Oh, it, it was pretty awful berry juice, if I'm honest. Is what you make berry juice? Is oh, rum? No, rum I, is not berry juice. Rum is definitely not berry juice. Is, yeah. is rum potato juice? It's, is that uh, vodka? It's it's sugar juice. Sugar juice. Yeah. Does not taste like sugar. Yeah, tastes delicious. Anyway, we're getting is off track corn? here. Off track. I. No, it's not corn. That's rye. Oh. Also, rye is rye. That is way better. Anyway, ah. <laughs> uh, the point is, uh, we have a lot to think about here, and I wouldn't mind. Do I have that the book from uh, Tallrand? Or you have it? One of us has it. Well, maybe it's in the bag. It's in the bag. You, you, so you, you took you it and put it in the bag. Yeah, I, I'll, I, I want to I wanna read up on some history here, but also I kind of want to do spend some time just... Uh, I know that y'all think I'm not that smart, but I just want to do some thinking. You know, a little meditating on my own here for a bit and find, uh, just put some thoughts together. Yeah. So, Griorn, um, or if you, how many days would you want to take to kind of go through and read about the book and maybe grab some information? So, um, I would, so I want to do a couple things here. So, I want to read the book. Um, uh-huh. just, I know that it's not going to gleam so much information on what's going on, but it's a historical, uh, it was a book on the history of like the arcane in the, in Aslos, right? Correct. So I'm, I'm studying that to both study the arcane in Aslos and the history of it, but also to see if there's any kind of war stuff in there uh, and maybe the outcomes of those to try to understand it better, to better guide us in this decision on whether or not we want to go to war with the Komodan dynasty. So that's that, okay. that's one thing. Um, the other thing I want to do is also uh, y- y- try to try to hone in on the runic magic a little bit more than just my regular check on it. 
just really try to get the bearings and directions uh, straight to the um, the stone in the sand. Or, is that what it was called? I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I, that's basically what I think I will be spending my days doing as long as everybody's healthy and fed and happy. Um, otherwise, I, I would just be writing some music and probably playing a little bit here and there to keep people happy. Okay. So you kind of laid out what you're going to do for that week. So let's go and kind of jump through that. And if uh, anyone wants to jump in while he's, you know, doing something, just ask Griorn if that's all right. But um, so let's go through first you searching through that book. Okay. So for the, can you roll um, a history check? Four. Four. Okay. It's a book. <laughs> yeah, the first the first day you pull out the the pioneers of the arcane age and I don't know you you, you just can't really focus that day and you don't really go too in depth to the book without being like okay I got to go do something else. Yeah. Um so you get out and um you walk towards a a uh, kind of like a rocky little like a little a, a series of boulders and you kind of climb up on top of it and you sit down and for the first time you just bleed for silence so I want you just to roll a religion check please 19 19 with the cool fall air going through your luscious locks that day <laughs> you stop and center yourself and you once again hear that thrumming um, but this is a place where you've never really contacted your runic power out here and you hear the and you just let that beat take you further and further as you breathe in breathe out and now the beat starts to give way to whispering and you hear you first it just sounds of just clattering just and then the the words start to form the whispers start to form words and you hear sasellum Idralaris over and over again. Selum Idralaris, okay. I'll give you the spelling of that if you need it later, but you just keep hearing with the beat, just Sasellum Idralaris Sasellum Idralaris, and it just keeps going and going until you've pretty much exhausted yourself for that day. Now let's just do another history check and this will kind of be your last history check for the uh, the week okay. on doing the book hopefully uh, with advantage now that you've kind of centered yourself sorry uh, dirty 20 dirty 20 okay okay um, what exactly are you looking for again in the book so uh, it's twofold I, I want to understand more of like the history of the the arcane in in this empire um, but that's something that we can just you could glance over, but I'm also particularly looking for uh, any wars or how they happened and what's 
any advantages or disadvantages on fighting the Komodon dynasty. Essentially, I'm trying to look for strategical weaknesses in this book. If it's there, I'm not 100% sure it would really say anything because it's more about the arcane, but I don't know. Right, right. So you you don't get a lot of information on past wars. Um, this book really goes over the magic of uh, and who brought forward to foster and create the universities of magic. And um, you do, however, find almost a footnote on the stone in the sand. And the, the footnote on the stone in the sand is that um, while it's commonly known as the stone in the sand, it is a temple called Sicella Midralaris. Oh, it's all coming together. Um, you do also kind of read about magical ley lines and placing items on these magical ley lines to imbue properties with uh, with magic. But there, there's rough mentions about uh, groups of sorcerers and unaligned groups of sorcerers. There's a lot of information about these groups of sorcerers, people breaking off from them, making their own, and it's just a history of how this magic all became to be developed. So is, that. is there anything directly related to, I mean, maybe specific names or people who uh, had anything to do with runic magic, or does it bypass that altogether? It bypasses that because they really don't name these the name name the people of the groups that's broken broken out right. Okay. You see a few words mentions of people breaking off from the Haldremian Kingdom and the Komodon Dynasty, and this is when they are just being formed and uh, going off and dealing with with wild magic. Kind of a kind of a an off question, which is putting you on the spot. But how old are the Komodon and Haldremian dynasties? Oh, they've been, well, let me just grab my, I have notes, so thank you for asking. Four score and seven years. <laughs> well, I, I, That's I, I, it's I, been 82 It's years. been two weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I, so you, I, I'm also, you know that, sorry, I, I just want to add, like I'm relating it to the fact that the gold dwarf's history is like tens of thousands of years old, right? So Yeah, okay. well, you know that like the, um, as far back, uh, and this is just actually, you know what? Roll a history check for this because this is not in the book. Okay. <laughs> so that one. Okay, you just know that one day you remember in school as a little gold dwarf <laughs> being told that I, the dragonborn, the Komodon dynasty, has been around uh, ever since the uh, Adamantian age, which is a long, long time ago. You just don't have numbers. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so you've you've gone through the book. Uh, you kind of got the information that you've sort of been looking for. Um, now you said you wanted to play music for people. Well, I, no, I was just thinking loosely, like if you know, throughout the throughout the week, I'd probably just continue working on my my songs and and whatnot, just keep things lighthearted for the group of people. But we don't have to do anything. That's no, just... you can roll 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 a performance check. Oh, I almost missed the thing. It almost went flying. Yeah, it did. Uh, 25. So throughout the week, uh, you would commonly go down to the uh, the tent that's kind of the makeshift infirmary. Uh, the first night was kind of awkward and um, no one really showed up because no one was really sure what you were doing. But you started playing and then it started 
uh, grabbing people's attention. Then every night since, people started showing up. Cypher would definitely join him in that. I was going to say, I, I would have definitely invited Cypher. Okay, Cypher, do you want to play, do a performance check too, please? Oh, God. Sure. <laughs> Happily. Uh, it's a total of 16. So common, like commonly every night, everyone kind of got together around a little fire and you and Griorn would uh, play music. You know, it's a little interesting with a violin and a... Uh, <laughs> and a steel drum, but you make it work. And um, over the time you start actually developing some songs and you work together a little bit on developing uh, almost just the backing towards a song, you know, the backtrack in a way. There's no, there's no lyrics as of yet, but um, throughout the week, it's more and more uh, people coming out and, and listening to you play uh, so eagerly. Cute. So wholesome. Um, so Griorn, is that it for you? Uh, yeah. Um, yes. I just also, like, I've been thinking about, and, and I want to talk to Bo later when he's done some strategizing himself. Okay. Okay, so, like, just make a note, uh, Bo, that uh, okay. eventually Griorn's going to want to talk to you when it's your turn. So, that's that's Griorn's week. Well, what, Tessie, Thank you, everybody. I'll see myself out. <laughs> well, Tessie, what have you wanted to do for this week? I would like to go see Joanne. Okay. Okay. So you take the first, uh, it's about a half day's ride to post Malone. Um, right now it's, there's a, there's a truce. There's a a ceasefire as it were, and there's no Komodon out patrolling. So it almost feels a little bit nice for you just to go out are you going are you riding a horse there or are you a horse there or are you doing... <laughs> I will, I'll just be a horse there so you're like galloping in the, the the blowing brush of the plains and riding uh out there it's about midday um you get to Joanne's little outpost uh a little shop in Post Malone and you hear the door open it's like ding 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 she, she turns around and you see that wild mane of hair and this she's holding a bunch of like a crate of apples and she goes oh mama tessie right how are you sweetheart uh, i'm i'm good thanks how are you good is Bo with you <laughs> Bo is not with me <laughs> so wait he he let you go out <laughs> yes he let me go out <laughs> i may have snuck out when he wasn't paying attention um Okay. Please, um, please don't tell Bo I was oh, here. Oh, no, no. Listen. Between you and me, nothing's going to happen, sweetheart. Um, so could you please, like, what, what can I do for you today in my fine establishment? I'm looking for um, those paper things that are, the papers are all stuck together. A newspaper? She looks over um, and she goes... Sweetheart, do you mean a book? Yes, that's what it is. I'm looking for a book. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. What uh? What is this book you're looking for? <coughs> Sorry, I choked on my saliva there. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, um, um, I'm not entirely sure what I'm looking for yet. 
Well, is there a, is there a theme you're looking for for these books? You know, we have books on, you know, horror and we have books on, you know, real books, uh, you know, about history. And then there's stuff or made up stories. Is that what you're looking for? Uh, History. History sounds good. History. History. Okay. Now, do you want to learn about wars? Do you want to learn about kingdoms? Do you want to learn about... um? King- kingdoms? kingdoms kingdoms okay those are um, like those are like towns right yeah cities are, and stuff those are big towns i mean both said you're in you're in Talran. um so it's kind of like that yes yes i want a book like that okay hold on one second sweetheart she comes and she comes back with like four four or five books five books <laughs> puts them down on the table and there's a series of books and the first one is um it just says something it's like a really boring bland text about uh it's called the trade and delegation of of uh inter-kingdom discussion it's it and she kind of goes this is a book on how people trade in business there's also this book, um, and it says a Haldremian guide to high society. She's like, this is kind of telling you what it's like being in the Haldremian kingdom, learning how to interact with all the noble folks. And then she puts up these three books and she stacks them together. She's like, this is more of a uh, of an encyclopedia on how business is done in towns, and it parts one, two, and three. I have only gotten through part one, and it is incredibly, incredibly dry. <laughs> I mean, I would hope the paper is dry. <laughs> uh, sweetheart, that means... Um, <laughs> oh, you're just so sweet. Dry means, um, like, it's boring. You know, you almost want to go to sleep. I've never experienced that before. I will take all of these books, please. Okay, um, so I'm going to have to charge you. you. You know what that is, right? You, you want the shiny stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry, just put it on Bo's tab. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's not there. <laughs> yeah. um, so she goes like, so for all these books, I can give you um, 20 gold for 20 gold. They're, they're pretty expensive, but I can piece them out for you if you want to buy like one or you don't have to buy the whole thing. What what was the first one again? I don't the, I don't think I'm interested in the first one so much. The one is more about trade. Yeah, I don't want to trade. So she kind of just takes it and throws it behind her. <laughs> Tosses it. <laughs> All right, then there's the whole, there's the the Holdremian Guide to High Society. Yeah, I want that one. Okay, and and you- I will take the first one of the other ones, and then maybe I'll come back for the rest. Okay. Um. So how about? So, you want two eight gold? Okay, eight gold for those two books. So you, you, and she kind of wraps them up in this little like paper book bag and gives them to you and says, um, uh, so hope you enjoy. You know, it might be a little, it might be a little difficult to get through the the other book that you got where it's just about building a town and you only got the first part of that one. But I'm sure it'll come. It'll just, it'll come to you. Don't worry. So now I want you to mark mark down that you have a Haldremian Guide to High Society. Greg, can you do that for me, please? Write it down. Yeah. Mm. 
a Haldremian Guide to High Society, <laughs> and and uh, this one's called Running a Town, a Mayor's Guide to Business, Part One. Got it. Okay. There's only the two books. Yeah. Only the I two only books. Took the two. I'm good. Uh, right. Anything else I can do for you, sweetheart? Uh, nope. That is all for today. All right. Well, um, I hope you have a great day. And you know, if you ever need some help learning how to how to get through these books, I'm be more than happy to to help you. Oh, I I, I can I can read the words. I'm I'm okay. Oh oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh well, anyways, have a great day. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> You, you and leave. I just turn into a horse and go back. In the shop and then you leave? <laughs> like tail end out of the store. So <laughs> as, you're, as you're starting to leave, you, you, you shift and you hear like the <laughs> of the of the, the uh, your feet as you're getting off the thing and you hear like just the <laughs> and you, it's like you ride off into the distance. So that's the first book bags over your shoulders. Yeah, ah. she's she has actually a little book bag around her neck, and it's just like as she's riding back to camp, it's just bouncing back there. Um, so, well, what, Tessie? What are you doing for the rest of the week? Um, so I want to start reading the High Society book. Okay, uh, can you do a, uh, I guess, intelligence check for this one? Yep, I can do that. Get my dice in. Sorry. <laughs> Aggressive <laughs> dice tossing. <laughs> Fuck those dice. Uh, where's intelligence? Sad. It's sad. It's a sad dino. Mm-hmm. I, what is it? Oh, thank you. Oh, where is intelligence on here? Your intelligence modifier. It's just on the uh, far oh, left hand side. Okay. Okay. It is <laughs> uh, 11. Okay, so Cypher, Cypher. Okay, Boatessi, like in the one night after everyone's kind of hung out from Griorn and Cypher's little uh, uh, show there, you you huddle up in your tent and you just by some little candlelight, um, you open the book and the book, once again, you know, it's called The Haldremian Guide to High Society. And you read a, it's a, a book on etiquette in interacting with high society. It's a purple book with like a golden leaf border as you're kind of looking at it now more. Um, you flip through the first few pages and it's a rather large book and you it learns about you learn about how in the Haldremian kingdom, normally nobles and ladies greet each other with a deep bow and a firm handshake after always by the right hand you get a little bit forward through and you learn about uh you kind of get bored with that little bit you go ah you skip over a few pages and you open the next page uh the next kind of grouping there and it's talking about uh etiquette at a banquet and how you always place a napkin on your lap and you always uh work your way inward from the uh, cutlery. And from that, you kind of get a little tired and you let out a big yawn and you pass out for the night. Okay. Um, Is there anything else you... Huh? Where was Wabatessi reading this most of the time? Where were you reading this mostly? Um, 
I would, is there like trees or anything around? There's not too many trees on the plain. It's more like you're kind of like backed in towards the scale bearer mountains. So it's so um, be like long grass or something. Yeah. Long grass. Uh, sometimes you'd read in your tent. I'm sure late yeah, at night. I want, I don't like, I want to be hidden when I'm reading this. Okay. I don't want anybody to know that I'm doing it. Then okay. Actually mind. that's fun. What was Tessie roll stealth check? Okay. I was wondering if you were doing it kind of in public. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it was stealth. Stealth? Uh, yeah, you said yeah, a stealth, stealth check. check. Yeah. It's five. <laughs> five. What's in that one? Solid. Everybody can see her in the one tree in the middle of the yeah. place. <laughs> She's okay, like so somehow. <laughs> She's just ripping out the pages as she reads them. <laughs> Bo, uh, Bo Griorn Cypher, one day you're having breakfast during this week and you're all sitting kind of at this table and Wawa Tessie's nowhere to be, to be found. But you do see Wawatesi in panther form running off into the tall grass. That's all you see, though. Does, do you think she wants us to follow her when she does that? Or is that normally a sign that she wants to be alone? I ask anyone who's near me at the moment. <laughs> oh, that one likes to be alone. All right. I, was, I won't follow them. I don't know if... She tries to be sneaky, but... Uh... I will honor the attempt. She's leaving by a paper not... trail all the way over her. <laughs> yeah, I will honor her attempt by not following the direct trail she's left. Yes, fair enough. Very, very sneaky. <laughs> okay, I want you. Oh wait, are you actually safe? Or are you actually going after to kind of see? No, no. If once okay. I ask to see if she wants to be alone, then I will honor that. Okay. So while uh, while Tessie Cipher approaches you one day as you're exiting the camp to go do some reading, um. How are you reacting? When <laughs> Cypher shows up to see me? Yeah, as you're uh, exiting the camp one yeah, night. I haven't followed you. Oh, so camp, I'm yeah. just like getting ready to leave the camp and she's there? Yeah. Um, did she startle me or is she I just hope there? <laughs> I generally try not to startle. Well, Cypher, it depends. How are you uh, How are you approaching? Um, let's say if she was leaving camp, I would just kind of maybe be like leaning, chatting with a villager and like kind of catch her eye and kind of just like... <laughs> Like hoof over a little bit and say, "Whoa, what, Tessie?" And definitely try not to startle her. She seems like someone who does not like to be startled. <laughs> uh, that is still going to startle me <laughs> because I'm trying to be yeah, sneaky like and hoping that nobody's around. Like I made direct eye contact, but you're like still startled. <laughs> I'm just gonna, um, I would like go and I'd be like, "Oh my goodness! Oh, sorry, sorry, darling. Um, I just what are you, what are you doing here?" You mean in general, like in the camp or like your exit? Like right here. Right in this moment. I came over to see you. Um, I noticed you had that little purple book in your pocket. Uh, or in your I don't pack. know what time. I don't book. What are you talking about? The, I'm going to like tuck it in. I just <laughs> wanted to say it's a very dry read. But if you get to chapter 15, you'll learn some really helpful hints for general royalty. And I'm not saying that I know how to interact with the snobs of the world, but I do. I am saying that. So if you ever want a tip or if you ever want to practice, I got you. Wait, so you know the book, Cypher, that she's, uh, that she's using? I like to think I do know, like have, I have practiced over the years. How well, did you see in. the book that she had though? I guess I have to make a perception check. Yeah, roll, roll a yeah. perception check. Um... That's not great. Uh, 
It's not great. Thirteen. Uh, so through Wawatessi's uh, days, you know she she's been pretty keeping this book pretty hidden. You only okay. see that it's a purple book with some gold leaf. You don't really you don't have words on it or anything. It's it's she keeps it pretty well hidden on is, her person. Is a gold leaf purple book like a common like? Would I be able to pick out what book it is just by its coloring? Roll a history check. Good lord. <laughs> she really wants Ooh. to know. Six, 15. 15. 15. You know that there are a series of books like this from the Holdremian Kingdom. Um, and it's it's almost like a, uh, a series on uh, on on the Haldremian kingdom, the upper, like the upper echelon, like the king and the nobles and all that. That's, there's a series of that. You just don't know. You can't remember which book it is because they all have the purple. We can, we can go with what she's said. Yeah. I was literally just doing it to. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Just um, interact with her at at any moment that I possibly can because she's so aloof. I, I I don't know what you're talking about. That has nothing to do with this book. This yeah. book is about wild my shape changing. I'm I, trying trying to learn more animals. I got you to admit you have a book, but I'm just teasing. I'm sorry. Um, you go ahead. Uh, I saw nothing. There's no book. If you ever need to talk about anything, I am at your disposal. And I just kind of. Don't touch her and walk away. <laughs> I'm gonna just like okay. <laughs> she's gonna like huff and be all like <laughs> and walk away. So, um, Wawatessi, yes, through your, you know, I- I'm assuming for the rest of the week you've been kind of sneaking off and reading books. Uh, yes, throughout. Yep. Okay. I mean, I'd also like to see what's her face, Emil. Emil, yeah. Emil, okay. Yeah. Um, just one thing before uh, we go to Emil. One day, you after Cipher uh, stops you at the at the at the gate of the the Bloodhand Tribe. You maybe you got a little extra spooked and you went off into a different path. Oh. Um, and this one was kind of near a little wooded outcropping. You know, you you would see little woods, little wooded outcropping that you guys would hunt from in um, from time to time on the plains. It's nothing too big, but as you're out. In the uh, in the plains, you one day, you know, you're reading in a tree, and you hear the the snapping of a branch off in the distance. I perk my ears up. You you, you turn around and you look, and then you uh, are you going to climb down the tree? Or are you going to investigate? Yes, I want to investigate. Okay, you start to move a little further and you see a boar, a large boar sniffing around uh, what looks to be a hump of uh, like a, a, a hump of rock in a way. Yep. And um, you see it kind of rounding around, like kind of going around using its tusks to bring up the soil around it. Um, can you roll a perception check, please? That's it. <laughs> Call it. Thanks. A nat 20. A nat 20? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, crit. 28. 28. Okay. Um, you immediately notice that these, these rocks aren't rocks at all. They're 
a collection of the purple geodes. Oh, shit. Um, walking further up, though, um, you see that these aren't just geodes growing out of the ground, um, but they're growing out of the corpses of of something. Um, you make your way a little bit closer to investigate, and uh, you see the uh, body of a young you can't really tell a young furbolg a girl and then you see the corpse of a of a older woman furbolg holding her and the crystals are kind of going over them you're evil and you see laid up against the tree almost holding his stomach is Erlen, the Furbolg that you met in Post at Malone. Post Malone. Fuck. And you can see that whatever transpired here, um, Erlen and his family didn't make it out. And they're now resting there as the crystals slowly take them over. I am going to set everything on fire. Just willy <laughs> Okay. Not okay. like willy-nilly, but like I'm going to burn the bodies and the stuff that is um, the the uh, stuff that is crystalled. I will like, I don't want to touch it, but I will um, I want to burn it. Um, I would also like for the bodies, I would like to do like my little tobacco ceremony thing and like say a little prayer for them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, roll a uh, religion check first. That was another nat 20. Come on. Oh, 25. Wow, that's great. Oh, Natural great. one in his grits. <laughs> you, um, you kind of, it takes a second, but you, you, you know, you you steal yourself and you, you remember, you remind yourself that regardless of what happened to them, they need to be sent off properly. And you take the time to do your tobacco ritual, um, taking extra care not to touch around the crystal. And you begin to prep what essentially is their funeral pyre. Um, as you're doing that, you notice the Chewinga starting to show up and they're taking and they're holding little sticks and little, little pieces of moss and little pieces of bark and they're all throwing it onto the pyre. pyre. (laughs) Uh, No, they're throwing it onto the pyre as you're beginning to it. (gasps) Oh, because Erling could see them too. Yeah, you were connected. Oh, those little babies. They kind of stand around in a circle as you light the fire in the forest and the fire just takes in the forest in the middle of the night and you hear the crackling of embers and the splitting of wood and the hiss the the, the hiss of uh, the, sea, the gems breaking and you stay there the whole night watching the fire die down bringing it back up die down bringing it back up you don't sleep that night 
you make sure that they've been taken off and the Chewinga don't leave you at all that night. Then you do I do I inter do I interact with the Chewinga at all? Um, you can if you want. Because they don't talk to me. They just okay. I will. Uh... No, I don't want to talk to them. This is a very solemn, sad moment, okay. and I just want to like. Uh, be in that moment with them and be in a mutual, like, we're all feeling this kind of thing. And they don't leave your side. They stay there the whole night as well, waiting for the fire to die down. Um, but as the fire starts to dissipate and as you all know that the morning's coming, you see the Chewingo walk away. And as they start to walk away, they just disappear and they disappear and disappear. There's one Chewinga, though, that is beside you, and it's a, it's a tiny, tiny creature, and you're sitting cross-legged, and it just has its hand on your toe the whole time, just watching, and it lingers there, not like the rest of them, and you see another Chewinga come out, grab it by the shoulder, and they both walk off. I want to, like, use my little mm. finger and, you know, how, like, guys do that, like, was they, like, f- rub your face or whatever? Yeah. Know? I want to yeah. do that with just, like, my little finger to the guy, little chewing guys that walks away. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and <laughs> just, Yeah, you do. <laughs> and, uh... It's, are, are uh, the are the Chewingas like ethereal? Like, are they spirits? Can you see through them? Or are, does she see them as, like, full creatures? She sees them as full creatures, but then nobody they else all, sees them. Nobody else sees them. Yeah, I remember. I Griorn couldn't see I them. I think but. of them as like little little, little sprites. Little, little sprites. Have, okay. have you ever used from Studio Ghibli? Yeah, they're very heavily influenced off uh, Studio Ghibli. They're actually like they're they're in the D and D book. Um, dawn breaks and you it's make like your way Princess back. Princess Mononoke. Exactly. Yeah. Dawn breaks and you make your way Ghibli. back to uh, the camp. Is there anything else you want to do for the rest of the week? Uh, I wanted to see Emil. Okay. Um, you Once you get back to the camp, you see Emil polishing all the swords and weapons. Even though there's a, a, a ceasefire, she's not taking any chances. And even though you helped her repair all these weapons before, she's still honing them and still making them sharp. Um... As you walk up, she looks over and she said, and she kind of sees your face. It's covered in soot, and uh, you know you you look a little tired. You haven't slept or you haven't meditated. Let's just say. And uh, she goes, "What? Well, oh, Tessie, are you are you all right?" Yes, yeah, yes, I'm fine. I just thought I would come and check on you and see if you were up for some training. <laughs> Well, of course, you know I always am. Um, what weapon are you looking to use today? Uh, I am still trying to get better at using the double-bladed scimitar. <laughs> All right. And uh, do you want to fight against her, or do you want to like work on attack dummies and stuff? Um, attack dummies first. Okay, so we'll just do... Uh, just make a, a series of weapons attacks, and this will... Let's just say... You, Four weapon attacks, 
just roll a d20 and give me the modifier to see if it hits and then we'll kind of go from there so the first one was 11 okay okay 17 okay 19 mm-hmm 18 okay um <laughs> so those rolls are fantastic by the way because if they were there's no modifier on those either so you, I don't have any yet <laughs> you start working towards improving and under Emil's instruction you know the first first attack and it's funny because you rolled like almost incrementally better uh is not as good and then the second one gets a little bit better and she says all right good now now strike it strike it on the side and then slice up and you go to strike again and, and you know you on that third hit you actually are able to slice the training dummy in half and she's like, okay, now let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next one. And the last, the last time you do the attack, your your grip loosens, and it's not as a not as much of a kill hit as much as a, more of a grievous wound. And she goes, and this is this is over the series of hours and instruction. And she goes, you know, we might need to stop for today. You've been doing you've been doing quite well. It's just we don't want to tire you out. It's you look. Uh, you look like you're understanding this a little bit more. How, uh, how how do you feel with it? I feel like you're a very good teacher. Oh, well, you're a very good student. Um, you always know you can come to me for uh, training and understanding of the, the double-bladed scimitar. Um, hopefully we'll get you proficient in it soon. Is a double-bladed scimitar like... Like a, the double light, like yeah, yeah. Like it's got both it's ends, like yeah. the lightsaber with yeah. two ends. It's the yeah. elf. Stark Malk. Like, oh, that's fucking awesome! But I hers, just wanted to get a better image. Hers of my is head. like yeah. uh, that. It's like the split head of some kind of large, very cool animal. Oh, that's so like cool. kind of kind of like alligator esque. Okay, yeah. So I just wanted an image on that for my brain castle. Go. It's okay. Take it, lock it in. Um, <laughs> Walma Tessie, is there anything you want to do for the rest of the week? Um, how far into the book do I get? Um, we'll do one final uh, intelligence check. Can you roll the intelligence check and see how far you get into the book? Oh my good gosh. Did you roll a natural 20 again? No, a nat one. Oh. Well, that just balances your you know, three. I got a three. Balance oh, as it should be. Um, okay, so Wawatessi, after this emotional week, uh, emotional day, and you know the the, the 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 training that you did after that, um, you really can't shake your mind of what you saw in the woods, and um, you don't really get much further in the book. You just you just keep. I mean, let me ask you: Do you practice anything you see in the book? Well, I was wondering about I wanted to get some supplies if I got far enough into the book. Um, unfortunately, you didn't you just you just understood the etiquette part of it, you know, bowing, shaking people's hands and etiquette at dinner. Okay. Uh, in a way. All right. Um, but are you do you practice these at all or are you just kind of reading and learning? Uh, I No, I'm not going to practice them yet. Okay. Okay. Well then, is that it for you for the week? Uh yes, that's that's all for me. Okay. Cypher. Up yes. to you. What's your what's your plans this week? Oh, so 
freaking many. No. Um, okay. So I have a lot of things I'm going to do, but one of the things that I'm going to do is kind of maybe at like sunrise or sunset one day when everything's like the prettiest, um, I'll find a spot and I am going to freaking talk to Cap. Um, okay. And like, I, I, I do that it. was his name. I, I do it away from others because sometimes it just looks like I'm talking to myself and I know I look a little crazy. Um, but if people come over, I'm not going to be upset about it. Like I'm just, okay. I'm away, but not hiding. Okay. Um, now, Cypher, you, you, you go off into the distance and how, how do you usually summon Cap? So many ways. Um, sometimes I just kind of think about them. Sometimes I call out. Um, sometimes they just kind of show up when I don't expect them to. So this time I just kind of like sternly and like anxiously like cap, cap. For, uh, for a little bit, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Son of a, son of a, son of a, Archfey. And then you hear, then you hear, (laughs) off in the distance. Get your little fairy ass over here. Um, oh, you hear, you hear from uh, like a local bush. Just you hear. Mm. (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) I wasn't expecting this voice. Um. Um, all right, I'll come over to your bush then. Um, and I just walk over to the bush and I just like try to scoop, scoop it and like hold it in my hands in front of me. So you, you rummage through a bush and can you describe uh, Cap for everyone? Um, Cap is just a little kind of translucent, um, co- but rainbow colored iridescent little moth. Mm. Um, and it kind of has like sparkles, very much like, the thing from Zelda, the fire. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Um, in terms of like, she has that Zelda's little glowy <laughs> and the little trail of sparkles and they're um, just this little, they show themselves as a little moth. Just in my hand. So you, you find the cap and cap is kind of <coughs> hanging on. Excuse me, question. Yeah. <coughs> Am I within hearing and visual distance? Well, I, <clears throat> I said I went away, right. but I didn't hide. So, if you were looking for me, I wouldn't be that far out of the village. No, I'm busy meditating and doing yeah. my own thing. Yeah. Um, you, as you dig through the bushes, you see Cap hanging onto a blade of grass and just kind of, like, just chomping away. Just Yeah, that's fair. And I just scoop, scoop it and hold it in my hand. And I take a piece of grass with me. Mm. No, thank you. Hi, Cap. Hi, sweetheart. Um, Hi. Missed you. Um, can you? Maybe just explain a little bit, you little fae fuck, how the fuck I had a dream <laughs> about the fucking fae wild and why did it feel so real? And don't you tell me it was just a dream because I know it wasn't a dream. I can feel it in my bones. How do I get back there? Why didn't I get to talk to anyone? I, I go there for a night and now I'm just back. Like, explain. You, so Cap immediately like stops chewing and is just like, Standing there, like kind of mouth agape as you as you just yelled at at them, and they go, all you hear is, and they just disappear in a cloud of sparkles. And you you, then they all you, and this flips. Uh, you see the caps right beside you on your shoulders. So like, um, huh? 
I'm sorry. Um, do you do, do? I mean, okay, 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 yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You, um, <laughs> you were there. Uh, I yeah, knew it. I fucking knew it. Um, but you weren't supposed to remember. Well, I do. Why wasn't uh, I supposed to remember? It's one of the Feywild things. It's why I can't really remember it from when I was a kid, right? Because it's, it's all foggy. I just kind of have a vague sense of it. And then you keep showing up. And I'm like, okay, I think there's a connection here. <laughs> um, yeah. uh-huh, okay. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so I... I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm still working on Cap's voice. I love it's it so tough. far. You're nailing it. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm pretty okay. sure it's physics. And you no. see, you see, like I if a moth, if a moth could sit, if a moth could sit, it like kind of sits on your shoulder and goes, uh, "Okay, um, so we're gonna let's just talk. Let's just talk a little bit about this, okay? Don't okay, don't please. freak out. Don't I'm freak not gonna out. freak out. I'm very calm. I can't tell you how to go back there. Why well, right? not? We've been over this. You keep saying you can't, but I know you can. <laughs> I'm calm. Um, I'm glad you're calm. So, um, you remember we kind of had that agreement, um, as a kid. I just, you know, I took you there, Mm -hmm. showed you some things Mm -hmm. and it was cool Mm -hmm. and you learned a lot of things, right? You did? Fascinating. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't so much as I agreed to go so much as a cool portal opened and I'm like, well, I'm not going to not go in there, but I see what you're saying. Hey, well, listen, um, we always have options and you decided to go into there, did you not? I feel persuaded, but yeah, you're right. I did uh, at the end of the day. I am a vehicle for my own actions. That's fair. And did, we had a great time, right? We did, from what I can remember. Um, but sometimes, well, no, you know, let me let me ask you why why are you wondering now how to get back? Well, no, don't don't act like you don't know this has been the goal all along. You try to pretend it's not. I want to go back because I'm suspicious, and you know why I'm suspicious. You know that I don't. I think it's connected to my mom's death. You know, I think the Feywild has affected my mom. And that's why she died. And my dad says it wasn't because of that. But I know that you're hiding something, Cap. I know. Well, maybe you're not. But maybe you know someone who knows something about the sickness that could have affected my mom. Because maybe she went to the Feywild. And I'm on to you, Cap. Okay, I realize I'm starting to sound a little crazy right now. I'm just feeling yeah, stressed. Because um, I was okay, in the Feywild. Just, just take a breath. Okay. Take a breath. Um, can you roll a history check, yeah. please? 14. Okay, so you're, you know, after capping you, you know, have a few moments of discussion about how you got there, you remember as a as a child, you do remember the portal opening. Mm-hmm. And you remember, you don't really remember your time in the portal after going through, but you remember being pulled out by your mother. You remember your mother reaching in, grabbing you, and pulling out. And uh, a week or so later, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, I understood. I understood what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm sitting here looking around, and Ty's like, <laughs> I, got I was you. so in the moment. I didn't even catch the innuendo. Um, you remember that after you left exited the portal from your mother grabbing you you remember a week or so later your mother getting really sick but that's all you can really remember cap you know she got sick after she pulled me out why didn't i why aren't i sick why aren't i dead 
and I figure the Feywild would have the answers if I could just get back there and just, just kindly ask someone to answer my questions and maybe torture them into doing so. I haven't decided yet that I'd get some answers. And I love you so much. You're my little buddy, but you've just been kind of useless with the answers in the last, you know, like 30 years or so. Um, Maybe 25 years. I don't know. Okay. I take a little bit of offense to that, but, um, um, it's not that easy. I mean, we could find a way to get there, but we have to probably wait till like, what is it? It's fall now, right? So uh-huh. we'll have to wait for one of the the moons. I don't. Oh, I don't remember the name of it. That's, that's okay. You know what? Think on it. Um, I'll get back to you. There's a, and then Cap kind of after says, "I'll get back to you." You hear this, and just sparkles disappearing again. Oh, Cap, we gone? You didn't say I love you. I love you. Here, <laughs> I love you. There you go. Thanks, buddy. And Cap does not come back. Okay, that's okay. I know she does that. Um, so I'm sitting there and I just kind of am rocking on my heels a little bit, and I'm like, okay, okay. I think we have more questions than answers, but you know what? Progress is progress. And I just kind of pick myself up, dust off my my knees, and. That's that conversation out of the way. Okay. What else are you doing? Um, so that would have been like the as soon as I wake up the morning after our dream, that would have been like the first thing I do. Okay. Um, the rest of the time, um, I'm an explorer at heart. I, that's the whole reason I'm in this world. So I take permission. I ask permission first from the tribe to see if I can explore like the lands around, the beautiful plains, see what I can see. Um, oh, so you want to ask me any question? Uh, what? I know everything. About everything? Mostly. Did you grow up in these parts? No. Then why would you take me around these parts? Well, I've been keeping notes. Uh, would you like a uh, tour guide? I mean, I don't want to intrude on anyone, but I was just going to enjoy the local four. Well, I, I think what Bo was saying was, would you like me to take you around? Sure. That would be lovely. If you show me all the seeds, I want to see all like the cool trees, the cool plants, the cool animals, the cool ruins. Bo just is shaking his head. He's sighing a cowboy. <sighs> Am I missing something again? Griorn was suggesting that Bo wanted Griorn to take you on a tour, not yeah. Bo. Oh. Bo was going to take you. That wasn't obvious? Because he has no fucking idea where he is. I didn't really think so. He seems yeah. like an island dwarf, and this does not feel like an island Oh, you've heard of the Migawa. No. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> not, not, not nearly enough since I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, Bo, you're going to show uh, Cypher around. So, I want you... Bo to roll a a history check first. Okay. History checks all day today. Um, and tell me the number. All right. 29. Six. Oh, God. Okay. So <laughs> you're, you're, Do I get an advantage because this is yes, the place yes, that I ahead. know? Yeah, it's, your, it's your preferred plan. <laughs> go ahead. Sense. Go ahead. That yeah, that's better. That's a 14. <laughs> it's your preferred plane. He says. Okay. Preferred, preferred terrain. Everybody, yeah. Okay. So I need you to tell Cypher about two places that you remember 
you, you don't worry just come up with them mm-hmm. uh that you liked going to as a as a young half orc ranger you see simba you like don't have to tell me you're like secret places we're all the light <laughs> i don't think i know who simba is so uh we'll be right along first i'll take you to uh my my favorite rocky bluff it's my favorite one because I like to sit up there with my... It's like no water. Why would there be a bluff? Oh, like a mountain bluff. Like a... A cliff song? Like, like an, cliff, outcro- an outcropping? An outcropping. Yeah, that's a bluff, right? Go bitties. I love this. I really love this, Bo, because I can just imagine Bo going up and being like, yeah, this is my favorite place. And it's just a, a, a wall of rock. <laughs> <The> rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's lovely. I love the gray. Yeah, I, l- I like to sit. Uh, I, I like to sit there with my thoughts, and I and I meditate sometimes. Uh, Have you ever tried going up to the top of the rocks and looking out? Yeah, I do that sometimes oh. too. Okay, that would be nice. Everybody <laughs> must get stoned. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? Are we at the bottom of the cliff? Or the no, top? no, we're at the top of the cliff. Oh, you know what? It's absolutely lovely. I can see why you would want to stay here for so long. Yeah, and it's, it's fall, nice. right? So it's like fall colors. Yes. Oh, yes. this is my absolute favorite time of the year. Do you uh, do you want to do you want to see my little ritual from for like? <laughs> do you want to see it? It's not weird. I promise. Um, this is meant meant to be a bonding you know moment. <laughs> yes. Sure. Show me the. <laughs> your All right. Ritual. I'm gonna sit down in, in the in the red the red down, sand. Yeah. Sit down with me. I'll do it. You can sit right across from me. Oh, okay. And then I'm gonna. Sit there quietly, and I'm going to meditate briefly on the wild mother, and I'm going to pour some of my water from my my, my buckskin into the the sand, and I'm going to take some of the blood from my bloodskin and put it in there, and I'm going to mix it around in the dirt, and I'm going to reapply my uh, face paint, and I'm going to uh, ask if uh, now that she's one of us. If she would like some of them for herself. Absolutely. Or they. they. I'm so sorry. That's they. okay. No, I do. all of them are accepted. Um, if, if you're sure, we only just met, but if you're comfortable with that. Well, you are uh, back here with us, so you've proved to be... Well, I mean, I, I think you're a good person, so that's enough. Uh, as you can see, our numbers are dwindling, and, and this is... Uh, it's a hard time for us, and you're willing to help, so. Well, cheers to learning more about each other and proving how good of people we are. Yes. Hey, what are you doing up there? Did you forget me? Why are you here? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Poor Grior, and he's just like... Down, down, darling. We'll practice the songs. Oh, it's all right. Come on up. <laughs> what? Get, get, get your fucking ass up here. Come on. Are you talking to me? Roll athletics, Grior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite strong. Well, so we're all going to do the nasty well, Grior, on the rock. Grior is here. Should we try to call for... Is, do you see what we're testing? Oh, I got a plan for later in the week. Just... Okay. 17. 17. You managed to get up there, but you're panting. You're like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I love the idea of him climbing straight up, but there's a perfectly walkable path. Yeah, yeah there, there is. is. There is. I had a rope. Could have helped you. Yeah, I honestly was just trolling. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. Well, that's what happens when you troll, man. <laughs> you insert it into the scene. Well, Sometimes you get bit. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I apply the paint or do you apply it? Uh, I, I will apply it for you okay. in a way that I am guided to. Okay. Please. So do. roll a religion check, uh, Mr. Bow. Uh, that is a 18. 18. So as you like kind of put your hand into the red dust and you reach your hand out towards uh, Cypher, you your hand is guided and begins to trace a singular line down the center of uh, Cypher's forehead, just about to, to their brow. Mm. And then there's, you kind of feel compelled to do four dots on either side of the cheek. And then you go kind of like where the, um, like the, the nostrils and the like the laugh lines almost on the face and you bring them down to the side kind of going down towards where her other uh, chin is and that's kind of the guidance that you get all right thank you for showing me that i'm honored you're welcome griorn you want to sit down here too uh can i yeah yeah you can i knew it teldova <laughs> You're already so close to the ground, you might mm-hmm. as well just <laughs> just stand. <laughs> Come on, sit down, you silly Sit bug. down, sit down. Maybe you sit you on his lap. Dwarf. I'll stand. And, uh, okay, close your eyes. Close it. Mm. I'm going to take a huge handful and just splat <laughs> it right in his face. <laughs> you, like, you're, 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 you're resting that. there, you're standing there, and then you see, like, you just feel like a smack, just a handprint, just directly square on the face, and there's a red... Handprint of just of like this. Oh, it's like Lord dust. of the Rings. I look like yeah. A yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's how I was guided for you. I'm not. Yeah. A reli- <laughs> I'm not a religious person, but I like the Wild Mother. <laughs> she does have a sense of humor. Yeah, that's good. Is it? It's red. You said. Yeah. It's yeah. Blood and red sand mixed with water. I'm gonna get a, like a mirror or something I could use. Uh, I need to see this. I don't I have, don't have one of those. Oh. No. I really thought you would have one, if anything. You're just, you know you're what? Very I, vain. I thought, yeah. uh, I'm so vain. <laughs> oh. No, I don't. Yeah, nothing in my. I could. What if you. Can you look into this dagger and see your reflection in the oh, dagger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good it's call. A very I shiny pull dagger. my axe off my yeah, back and I go. look into my axe. Wait, I do have my axes, right? Oh. Physic. <clears throat> yeah, uh. you do. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you, pull, you pull your axe out and you look. And you see just this giant red hand mark, like clear and very, very well done. And like, so, but like where my beard is, right? So my beard is like thick and textured. It probably doesn't take on the beard, but it's like. It's it's, like there's little speckles in the beard, little red speckles, but everywhere else that's like skin. Oh, this red. looks official. Well, you I can. Uh, well, I guess you, where you're from, you might call the wild mother by that. Name, but here she's, she's called uh, oh. Elona. Elona, and uh, that's, not a keeper. Oh man! Oh boy, that's probably inappropriate. <laughs> but you can just refer to her as the Wild Mother if that makes more sense to you. That 
is for the wild mother. Well, how's the wild mother feel about this? And I touched my neck and I pressed her digitation, my paint into neon green paint. Well, like I said, she has a sense of humor, so somewhere along the lines, she'll get you back for it. She's such an unnatural color. And we'll see how that happens. What happens? Um, <laughs> um, see how this works out for you. So, with this little scene, Cipher, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to do, but Cipher, is there anything else you wanted to do within the week? Um, just at the end of the scene, like I, I don't have any rituals to kind of bring you into my life, but I pluck two. I, I know you've seen me do this before. I pluck two um, feathers, not feathers, flowers, flowers out of my hair that grow every morning, and I just tuck them behind each of their ears, and I say, "I am a part of yours, and you are a part of mine." And then I will talk about what else I'm going to do this week. Okay. I want to casually use my like whips to go down the cliff, just like, like just Cirque du Soleil, like whip onto a rock and like swing down. I think that looks cool. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, I'll allow it. A roll of athletics. Acrobatics. Acrobatics, fine. So you said Cirque du Soleil, yeah. Nineteen. So impressively, like. At the edge of this, at the, once the ceremony's finished, Cypher just kind of drops off the ledge, and all you hear is a, whoosh, and then you see her swing, you see her swing right across, and then whoosh, down another one, almost like using these rocky outcroppings as like steps for her to go down further and further and further. And the then, fucking thing you've ever heard. <laughs> and then the last one is whoosh, she flips up and then does a somersault in the air, and then lands on the ground. Ten point landing. Well, that was cool. Um, fuck yeah. Okay. That was badass. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so for the rest of the week, um, my face paint's better than yours. I mean, if your ass is bad, you should probably wash it. That's true. (laughs) Um, I will, there's, there's two things. So (laughs) one is I'll help out around the village, whatever needs help. Like if there's any healing that needs to be done, I'll do that every day. Um, I'll help mind the children as well throughout the day. Kind of like little cypher daycare. She acts like she doesn't like kids, but they kind of do like kids. Um, And if there's enough of the little children and they're interested, I would like to kind of like start working on like a little mini play with them and like teaching them little little roles and little dances and then we're like okay kids at the end of the week we're going to do a little show because you know how you know how Auntie Cypher and and Uncle Grion have been doing this, the little shows every week and we're, we're going to do a special show at the end okay so <laughs> for that let's get let's do that one first okay um, between you you know talking to Walba Tessie doing your performances with Griorn. Um, you're trying to instruct a uh, the children of a hunting tribe, of a uh, roaming tribe, how to do what? Again, like a, a little play, or a little dance? It's a little skit. A little it's skit. A little funny skit. Okay, I need you to roll performance, but with disadvantage. That is fair. That's fair. <laughs> As they probably wouldn't know a lot of things from society. That's what, I'm keeping it relevant to them. It's about like a funny hunting incident. Like they go hunting and they trip and it's a funny thing. They're all mimicking Griorn. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that sucks. It was a 17 and a 5, but hang on. I think I have a thing for this, but I can't remember. Um, nope. Um, whenever I make a charisma check, I gain plus two, but I think that only counts with persuasion. Um, 
I think it only is with persuasion for your your trait. Yeah. Okay. I uh, do I have any spells? Nope. Okay, fifteen. <laughs> okay. No, it was a five. For yeah, five plus ten. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, you know, you took a lot of time during uh, during the week when you know you when they were at uh, Auntie Cipher's daycare, and. Uh, you took a lot of time to teach them that, yeah, this play on hunting and how, what they want to do and be, uh, you know, these amazing hunters. One of them, one like little toothless orc who's just starting to get their, their tusks in was like, I want to be like Borok. And then you hear, you hear someone saying they want to be like Wawatesi and then you see, you get, then someone wants to be like Griorn. Yeah, that's and right. You make, you make this little story around them hunting an animal and you. the last one picked. <laughs> you are the I, one that Peter. You're I, the huh? It's very important to point out that Anti Cipher's daycare spells ACDC. Oh, I'm also nice. I'm actually genuinely looking at words like I couldn't I can't on the top of my head think of um, gender neutral terms for aunt and uncle. Does anyone? Have I don't that? know. I'll have to. Look I was it thinking. Up. I was like, I know I've heard some in the past, but there's no like guaranteed one. So I just went with auntie. But it's. In if the anyone islands, remembers, you would say and uncle, but if anyone can thing. remember a general neutral term for aunt or uncle, that would be what cipher would be. We'll figure that. Yeah. Actually, it'll be a good one to look in. That's a little too. nugget. Thank you for bringing it up. Hey, um, we're, we're super woke. So moving on to uh, you know the night of the play, you kind of show uh, you surprise Griorn with this after the uh, yeah, after one thing and Griorn. and. You know what? The play isn't that bad. It's kind of around their their day-to-day rituals and knowing hunting and skinning and doing, you know, what they've always been instructed to, but just kind of playing it out. And they almost look like it's it's like training for them. The story is them just hunting Orok, hunting their like their local, like kind of like their that's their their bison, their buffalo, and them fighting this big one. And then it almost it gets scary for a bit, and Griorn uh, nearly dies. And then uh, <laughs> it's not true. This is a fiction. <laughs> and then Borok saves the day. Oh yeah. And yeah. Tessie turns into a horse and kicks the Orok down. Yeah. And and everyone's cheering and going yay yay. And that's the end of the I'm play. I'm just there. like I'm just like so proud of yeah, them. Borok I'm just next level. I'm like crying a little bit. I like I, gather flowers to give to the kids. I'm like it's it's so good. I, I as she's doing that, I'm gonna step out on the stage. Well, I just make sure everybody knows it's a fiction, and I mean this is beautiful kids, but it's not necessarily. It's a kids' it's play, Brior. I like take the. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna whip you off the stage, sir. Um, uh, and- what 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 just happened here? <laughs> so well, this, I like take. Is there something wrong with them? No, so this is um, called a play. A play. And it's basically like we just play pretend. We pretend that a scenario is happening and we then act it out. We, we in, that's what we did. And I taught the little ones how to tell a story with their bodies and with their words. And it's basically visual storytelling. It's oh, they tell a story with their body like hmm. Riorn does every night in his tent. This is a massive story, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wawa, I sincerely think you should stop looking at that. Ah, That's a novel. (laughs) When have you been sneaking into Grinorn's tent? (laughs) No, I hear hear him from outside the tent. The sounds that come out of his tent. That's more of a song. (laughs) (laughs) 
Stop it. He plays those drums all right. Uh, but I, I didn't think he had a trumpet. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's and, more like a trombone. And we're back. And we're back. Uh, Cypher, uh, so throughout the rest of the week, you know, you, you help out with, with little... Little yes, uh, things around the the you know staking up tents, you know, uh, helping uh, cook not that well, but you're mostly just kind of kept to chopping things and chopping. assisting and and all that, and also your daycare activities. So that kind of ends off the week for you. Unless there's any one last thing you want to do, no, just any probably in the evenings. I try to get to know my my. It's a week. I'd get to know my traveling companions. Um, throughout the week but yeah for sure well like through the the rituals and the talking with yeah. Wawa Tessie and all and all that I think you you, you get to learn a little bit more about them yeah. um, but let's move on to uh, Bo Bo what are you doing for this week buddy alright well uh, firstly I want to take all the little wooden figurines I've been whittling over my travels and I'm going to share them with the little children on the first night and make sure they all, you know, get one. And I'm going to teach them how to do some whittling themselves so they can make themselves little, uh, you know, dolls and figurines and stuff. Okay. So I'm going to do that first. And then... Uh, it's on the do first a whittle night. whittling. A little whittle whittling. Yeah. So you're going to give your With wood the to the ones. kids. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Come on, dude. That's uh, <laughs> funny, right? Right, deepest right. eye. Right, yeah, the deepest, deepest the deepest peroxide that you can There's muster. there's one person who's walking by who's carrying like a bunch of wood. Just goes, ugh, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like perverts. Perverts. <laughs> yeah. Going. Uh, the next, I'm going to uh, talk with Dova and the rest of the things about info on the town that we are meeting the Comodon Dynasty in. Uh, and then I want to do because they're my favorite. Uh, enemy uh i'm i want to just recall what kind of information or weaknesses something i might be able to to think of to exploit while we're while we're there if we need to like if there's a a secret passage or like a tunnel or a well or something like that that we could hide bodies in or hide people in to to sneak out you know what i mean like ambush sites or something like along those lines if worse comes to worse Right, so uh, just to remind you, the meeting's actually in Post Malone. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but let's do the, you, you know, one night you you meet in uh, War Chief Dolva's tent. You see, you know, Torhild there. You actually see Shaman Torva there as well. Um, you see uh, Thode and a few other of the Thanes there. And um, Dolva has a map out of uh, kind of a crude drawing of Post Malone and goes, uh, all right, so we're going to be needing, uh, well, I don't know how many people we're going to be having there, but uh, I don't know. We got to be careful with bringing too many numbers to show, you know, a heavier force. What do you all think? Uh, I agree with you. Um, I was wondering, since we do have a good relationship, with the denizens of Post Malone, if maybe uh, a few of the townspeople might harbor a few of our guys and girls in uh, maybe in their houses or something like that, just in case things go sideways, so that we have uh, some numbers that maybe 
can't be seen from the outset. He, uh, he, he, you know, he's listening intently and kind of goes over his like his little scruffy beard and uh, points to a little wooded outcropping not too far away from Post Malone and says, "Now, I think them uh, them Cobadon will be uh, moving their way around there pretty quick. So, what if we keep our uh, our things in uh, this little wooded outcropping here? What do you think?" I think that's a good idea. Uh, is it close enough they can get to us in time if things go sideways? Uh, nothing that a stone's throw or a little bit of a horse ride, maybe five, ten minutes at best. I'm just thinking in a, in a dire situation, that might be a little too long to wait. Now, now remember this, Bo. You said that there was a... Uh, a uh, ceasefire as it was and I'll say it's been three four days and we haven't seen uh, any uh, anything too much in regards to uh, Como Don's out here now I feel that they are holding their end of the bargain and you know that uh, that us blood hands, blood hands we, uh, we keep we keep our promise Oh, no, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, I'm just hoping they keep theirs, and I like to be prepared for every situation. Obviously, peace is what our end goal is here, but uh, I don't want this to be a needless slaughtering if, uh, if they decide to go sideways on us. All right, tell you what. Looks over. Sees Thode. You see Thode standing there, kind of in the uh, the firelight, and he goes, "Thode, you Danassi, and Gan, you get on out there and you talk to the mayor, Post Malone. See if they can figure out something in regards to keeping some of our things off in the distance." And you see, you see Thode kind of step forward and goes, "Yeah, I think I could take care of that. No problem." Uh, you want us to ride out right now? He goes, no, nah, dude, in the morning. We'll, uh, we'll catch up later. Is that all right with you, Bo? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. And Thode kind of looks over at you and gives you a, uh, uh, a, a little bit of a nod. And, uh, they kind of exit the tent. Uh, can you roll a, um, I guess a history check because you wanted to kind of learn a little bit more, kind of remember something about the Komodons. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I get advantage on that too because they're a favorite. Yep. Uh, I mean. uh, 18. 18. Okay. The, you, you start to remember that, you know, you remember the military structure, right? Right. And you remember that there's the Arbonne's, there's the soldars and all that. Those are the people that are kind of in this area. They're a little bit lower right. ranking military. Yeah. Um, you're thinking though in your head that there must be someone else coming in to hold these discussions. A Zune, possibly. Maybe, yeah, maybe a Zune. Um, but you, you can't really remember past that who would be coming in for the discussions, which would mean though that 
they will be a little bit more adept in their uh, skills. And uh, are you to bring? Are you to let them know the? Yeah, I'll let them know. Uh, when we were in, uh, well, no, I, I'm just. I'll ask anyway. Uh, when we were in um, Talrand, did we have? When we were in that tribunal meeting, would we have seen a, a bunch of the zoons, like the majority of them, or would there be ones that were located in different parts of the? The only Zune you met was Zune Amaruk. Right. The rest of the, the, like the tribunal was made up of multiple scales and of multiple different abilities. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's... Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, th- uh, Warchief Dolva looks over and says, <sighs> Shaman Torva, what are you... Uh, what are you thinking about all this? And Torva kind of sits up, you know, using her cane as a, uh, as a little bit of a, uh, uh, as a little bit of a, like a leaning point and goes, well, um, I am thinking that the, these conversations, they might go okay, but have they, have they been brought up to date about the, 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 the infections, the still infections well I've let the people in Talran know or the higher ups there I don't know who we're going to be meeting in uh, Post Malone but I'm assuming they should have some sort of know of it or we're going to let them know of it we have townspeople there that are familiar so it should be pretty easy to at least give them a working knowledge of what's going on so you're saying we're going to use them as a little bit of a, you know, example? Exactly. Yeah. Hi. Hi. All right. And she kind of sits back down and and says, um, "There's it's been a little quiet uh, in uh, with nature. You know, me my communing is there's not too much coming out from these crystals as of late." That's um, a good thing, I think. The uh, the meeting kind of goes on, and you get a little bit more information, uh, a little bit more discussion on the layouts and possible places where they you think that they would meet within Post Malone, and it's mostly going to be near Joanne's store. That's kind of the most large area where people come in and out. Um, but the conversation kind of dwindles down, and people move out for the night, and. Warchief Dolva is waiting for word back on Tho Danasi and Gen to scout out the area. Um, the meeting kind of closes out. What else did you want to do during this week? Uh, so on probably the first or second uh, evening, well, uh, everybody's, you know, tending to their stuff. I want to ride out and see if I can find myself a, because uh, we're near the mountains, right? Yeah, I want to see if I can find myself like a waterfall with a little pool underneath, like you know, like some fr- like a freshwater spot that might be nice. Yeah, roll uh roll history check because you've been around these parts with advantage. Question. Uh, Nineteen. Yep. Are we downstream from where Bo threw the crystal into the river? 
you're a way upstream, okay. way upstream. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just wanted <laughs> the, to check. The river, the river <laughs> actually, the river actually ends, and you'll see that when the map is finished. Yeah, <laughs> that went to the ocean. Um, so what did you roll, sir? Nineteen. Nineteen. So it doesn't take you too long, but you remember at this part here, the uh, the there there there's a little bit of a waiting pool, right? Mm. And the waiting pool kind of. Kind of has, it's fed by a spring water waterfall that kind of goes into a little bit of a river out there. And it doesn't take too long. You're able to climb your way up there. It's, it's the nighttime, but uh, you can overlook and see the Bloodhand encampment from where you are. It's just it's a, it's a little bit of a ways away, but you're just higher up. Uh, what are you doing when you're there? Well, uh, that's good for right now. I'll let you know what I'm doing here soon. The... Um, as you're sitting there, mm-hmm. does he see me catch the forest? On fire? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, what does he? <laughs> as you're sitting there, um, you see the torches start being snuffed out on the uh, in the tribe encampment as people drift off to sleep. Um, waiting in the pool, though, you hear below. The, the thump, thump, thumping of, of a mount approaching. All right. Um, under the darkness of night, you, it takes a little bit to, uh, to make something up, but you hear the noise of something climbing. Um, but once they come into view, you make out a white dragonborn dressed in lightly in dark leathers, wearing a scarf covering their snout. Um, the white dragonborn puts its hands up and walks to you slowly. I will uh, talk in in uh, you know that language. The dragon Drag, uh, draconic. Draconic. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what are you gonna say? Am I naked at the moment? Like, do I have anything on That's me? I've just been entirely up dip. to you. That's entirely I mean, up to if you. If I'm swimming, then yeah, I'm naked, dude. Uh, so, so you're like wading in the water. Yeah, you know, arms up on the rocks as this person comes up, and they say back to you in draconic. I say, well, no, I'm just gonna say, uh, looks like you uh, got me dead rats at the moment. You see the as the form come closer. It's a female dragonborn, and goes. Um, I don't wish to uh, bother you, but I come bearing a message. All right. Um, do you remember Viceroy Karth? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do. Um, he comes bringing a message, and she, she walks a little bit closer to the edge of the water, kind of crouches over, and puts a claw in the water and starts spinning it around and, uh, and making a little like whirlpool with her fingers. And, um, well, as you see, I have been on a fact finding mission to the, uh, Holdramian kingdom. Are you familiar of the Holdramian kingdom? I'm not familiar with the territory, but I am familiar with your struggle with the Holdramian kingdom. Oh, 
struggles go, struggles happen. But um, I have some information that might be important to you. Since you and the Viceroy met back in Armazal, correct me if I'm wrong, you met in Armazal. Um, yeah, that was quite a while ago. Yes, you gave your name to him. Well, I became under his employ after your party decided not to assist with the uh, defense of Armazal. Hoping to find a, uh, how would you say, an opportunity to use this information. Um, now, I will turn over this information for you, or Viceroy will, if you agree to our terms. What are the terms? Well, if you convince the war chief to lay over and let us take this place, I will give you the location of your mother. you think on it I will be at Post Malone on the day of the meeting how would you uh, how, how would you come across that information how do I know you have it you'll just have to trust me why don't you I've been looking after you for a while and I know what I can from a half orc that has had a little bit of a rough upbringing and let me just say I see you take after the trait of your mother you like carving little animals with wood she likes doing the exact same I must be going and she gets up kind of from a crouch and begins to walk away remember you have a few more days to make this decision who who are? What's your name? And she just kind of waves a claw finger and wa- and continues down the mountain, off into the darkness. And you're just sitting there with the water going into this little wading pool, just dead silence. That's the biggest sign. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like Bo's got some thinking to do. Okay. So do you kind of stay, as you stay up I'm there just, for a little bit? Yeah, I'm just staying there. I His his mind's all messed up right now. So he's he, he doesn't really know. There's part of him that wants to go and track her down and, and use violence to get the information. There's a part of him that's thinking it's bullshit there's uh, there's lots going on in his brain right now so yeah he's just gonna try and figure take some time alone he knows where she is so okay well that night passes what are you to do for the rest of the week with this information you have Mm -hmm. let's just say what that happened midweek you have a couple more days before having to go 
All right, well, this kind of goes into the plan I already had anyway. Uh, the next day from then, I'm going to gather uh, Wauwatesi and Cypher and Griorn together and say, uh, why don't you all come for a ride with me? What do you say? Absolutely. A piece. Do I, do I get my own horse this time, or do I have to turn into one? I, I'm sure we can wrangle you a horse. Can you, you turn me on. into the horse and I can carry you this time? No. I mean, I think that might be an option Is it for an you. Option? <laughs> Can you turn me into this? But that's up to her. She wants to use it. Uh, Just, I'm offering. <laughs> no, I Friendship. would like to keep that for a rainy day. Just in case. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I want to take them as a little like team building exercise. I want to bring them over to the little waiting pool. And I'm, you know, we're just going to have a nice little day together at the. Uh, a little, oh, team like yeah. a little team like building. Yeah, a little team building. Yeah, a little team building exercise. Okay. You bring them up to this uh, wading pool area. You know, it's it's pretty sizable. There you can see little fish kind of swimming in and out uh, of these little hidden parts of the rocks. And um, what are you going to do while you're up there in that little team building? Well, uh, first we're going to skip rocks and this. Uh, I'm going to play two truths and a lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I will let them know about the woman, the dragonborn from the night before, what she has told me. Uh, and uh, let them know that my thoughts on this are, I know she has the info. I know that the Phil and Armzal has the info as well. And that uh, I'm not going to sell out my tribe like that. They have been my family. So but. I've made it this far without my mother that uh, I'll find her. This way I know she's still alive. So I'll, I'll find her. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell out my my people for that. Are we just gonna skip past the holy shit part of all of this? Yeah, it's this dragonborn woman just comes out in the middle of nowhere while you're balls deep in a wading pool and says, "Hey, I know your mom. Give up your family so you can go see her." Like, yeah, that was holy uh, shit. My excitement level generally doesn't get. But yeah, I'm exploding on the inside. Oh, I can see it. It's weird. It's in the eyes. Yeah. All right, so good call, not selling out the tribe, but we'll find your mom. I didn't know she was missing. It's Aja. Bo? Yeah. This is a a thing you want to do. Yeah, so... I didn't know your mom was gone. I'll I'll give you this this story. Uh, When I was very young... Well, before I was young, uh, my mother is uh, uh, a human, and uh, my father is orc, half orc, I should say. Oh, that's why you're so ugly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my father was already part of the Blood Hands, and my mother was uh, a denizen of one of the neighboring outposts. Uh, they fell in love, what, and. What uh, does that, that mean? What do you mean? A, a, deni- a, a denizen is a, a citizen, is a person. Gotcha. Uh, 
of one of the neighboring outposts and they uh they fell in love and she decided to leave that outpost and join the blood hands uh i was born uh and uh well very early on uh my father was killed and my mother was taken back by her people and uh kept there against her will by that time as she was quite young when her my father and her fell in love she had become very accustomed to the ways of the blood hands and was not wanting to leave that type of life and when they took her from my understanding she decided to or not decided um she went a little crazy and uh that's really all i know she uh is was kept there or is kept there as a captive against her will because they think her wanting to be with the blood hands is complete insanity and so she's lived there for as far as i know wherever she is uh 20 some odd years that i haven't heard from her in a long time so i don't really know what the situation is anymore but that was what i was told growing up so So you know the the village your mother is in i knew what village she was from but uh when she was taken she was originally brought back to that village and then sent somewhere else to live with other family now there is definitely a breadcrumb trail there we could follow I agree. I mean, that's a real cog and wheel, if you know. Uh, but first of all, I'm very sorry to hear about this these sequence of tragedies. It's, uh... And I'm also sorry that you're being exploited for said tragedies. Yeah, I, uh... I didn't really know she was alive, so this is a bit of a mindfuck, if I'm being honest. Hey, you remember that thing with the birds you did? The messenger? Yeah, can you do that to her now? You knew her before. I uh, was very young when she left. I don't truthfully remember what she looks like or Roll history check. Belongings. That's a nat one. <laughs> you don't really remember anything aside from a woman with auburn hair. So, she had red hair. That's that's about all I got. Well, this is uh, uh, that's a predicament. Uh, yes. I ain't know you long. I ain't, I ain't known you long there, Bo. And uh, this seems like uh, something that you might want to handle. But uh, you can wait. Okay, because like strategically, if we're talking about priorities, uh, we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna head to your mountains. Nope. <laughs> that's, uh, that's actually I've been doing some thinking about that. Well, I need you guys to know that my loyalty to the tribe far trumps any personal. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That uh, look at my face, and you can mm, see the green mask that you slapped on my face. Yeah, I know you're with us too. So, uh, yeah, uh, but I needed to tell you guys that. 
thank you for telling us. And I think it, I, I, it goes without saying, but we'll say it, that we have your back. And if there's anything we can do to help find her, I'm sure we can be persuasive in the right areas and follow the breadcrumbs, if that's ever something you want to do. I, th- I think that uh, right now it's comforting to know that she's alive. Absolutely. So I can, uh, I can live with that. For, if for anything, it's something to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good thing. Your mother's alive. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just very jarring. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how to properly feel or, or. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little mind fucked. That's the only thing I can really. Uh, I can really come about with it. I. I don't. Uh, I don't know what way to move forward from here, but I am going to tell Chief Dova because he knew her absolutely more than I I did. So at least he'll have a, an opinion on this. And maybe keep the whole Dragonborn trying to exploit you thing in your back pocket. Maybe we don't want to create more tension between the tribe and the Komodon than there already is at the moment. The last thing we need them to know is by the way they're also exploiting us because like it's all bad enough yeah. we want peace yeah. we'll kick some ass later but right now we want peace the only thing I'm afraid of there is that coming out to bite us in the ass if that woman shows up and starts declaring right in the middle of the negotiations that she'd already talked to me right that's very Wait, good so, point. so we're, we're negotiating then we're negotiating peace Peace or uh, truce? I guess truce would be what it's called for the moment. But either that, or we're gonna go fucking attack Armazal. Oh, good lord! Well, you just send Wawatessi in there; she'll lick everything. And take a whole lot of uh, window chimes. That's it. So anyway, yeah. uh, now that that's all out in the open. Uh, I brought you here because I uh, wanted to find a spot for us to kind of relax. We haven't had much time to take a minute for for quite a bit, and so uh, I thought swimming would be nice and maybe just to hang out. Don't gotta tell me twice. I'm an island boy. Close her off, and I'm in. <laughs> so you see, you just see like this, this the clothes almost like in a whip just fly off, and he jumps in just. Whoosh, was <laughs> a gigantic splash. <laughs> Cypher will also just kind of like jab Bo and Wawatessi in the ribs and be like, hey, if you can't beat them, draw it of it. And they'll also run and jump into the water. Amazing. So the funny thing for you, Cypher, is you're tall. Very. So like you could stand in this water. I uh, don't cannonball then. <laughs> <laughs> I jump and hope my hooves don't smack the rocks too hard. I, I'm tall enough to. I'm tall enough. Or I'll just belly flop. That would be safe. <laughs> I'm, tall, I'm tall enough to. <laughs> Is there any anything anyone wants to do in this uh, little river? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to take Wawatessi aside since those two already jumped in. I'm okay. just like aggressively and, uh, splashing him. Yeah, and just take her and, and sit maybe by the the bank somewhere or something like that. But I'll edit your shot of these two. And uh, just say uh, a lot of this mother situation had me uh, thinking a bit. And I haven't been a, a very good leader to you the last little while. I've been caught up in 
the new territories that we've been exploring and honestly it's been very uh it's been an overwhelming situation compared to what i'm used to uh i tr pride myself on being prepared and a good leader and uh honestly i don't know if i have been so i just want to know that uh, i want you to know that i'm i'm gonna try and do better all right uh and uh and I hope you know that I don't think that, uh, you know, your uh, activity, the way you act on a on a daily basis isn't completely ridiculous, uh, but sometimes it is. And sometimes I have to be a little more stern about it, and, and it's, but it's coming from a place of not wanting you to get hurt. So I hope you can understand that. I have lived in the Sarissa Thicket with lots of dangerous things. I can handle myself. I know, but uh, sometimes when you're in a, a larger city, the dangers can be much more than what you think you can handle in a forest. And... Uh, it seems like you can take, you know, a couple guards, but when you have a hundred coming down on you, it's it's a completely different story. And trust me, I don't think you would do well in a jail cell. What is a jail cell? A jail cell is somewhere where they lock you up if you've done bad things in in a city. If you stab people in a city. If you step if you kill people that are it's unwanted or unwarranted if you steal things if you uh trespass on property which trespassing means going on someone's owned property that they uh aren't wanting you to go on well is there like uh small spaces in there to like i could just turn into a rat and run away yes but do you not think eventually they will catch up to you if you're missing? You can only do that for so long, right? The world's a pretty big place. It's true. Nobody's ever caught me before I met up with you. Mm -hmm. That's fair enough. I've been alone for 80 years. Yeah, but uh, would you have been dead if I hadn't have found you that day that I did? I mean, it was your guys' fault that I got hurt in the first place. Oh, well, that's neither here or there. That means you can get caught. That's proven <laughs> my point, truthfully. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I do care about Fine. you. So. Okay, Dad. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa there. Whoa there, girl. <laughs> uh. All right. And I'm just gonna arc awkwardly like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> get in the water. Can I kind of like in a, uh, No, no, keep your clothes on. No, can I have like when I see their conversations wrapping up, can I try to like catch a fish and just chuck it a bow? <laughs> okay, roll a um I guess athletics to see if you can grab a fish quick enough. Acrobatics or, or athletics? Athletics, athletics. Uh six. <laughs> you try to grab a fish and it just swims away. Alright, that plan's not working. I think that I'm about to get in the water, though. All right. Can I, seeing that, 
can I try and shoot a fish with my bow? Ooh. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Oh, it's it's gonna go well, and I'm just gonna be like trying to catch it, and you're gonna like narrowly miss my hand. That's what I'm anticipating. When I was growing uh, up, we actually that is used an a shark to shoot fish in a pond. Mm-hmm. Okay, an uh, 18. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Don't. No problem. Like the a fish is like a fish is like AC is super low. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10. So you just like, and you put it in the you like you just immediately like just stab this fish with the with an arrow you shoot it with the arrow and it's just kind of like stuck into the ground a little bit on the ground are you gonna pull it out no i'm just gonna say it's easier to catch lunch if you do it with tools can i now can i pick up the arrow with the fish on it and throw it at bow can i just ask a question what kind of do it Ammunition did he use and gun and is there even a fish left? <laughs> he used a range. He used oh, a, he used a bow. bow. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't use a gun. No. <laughs> Just pulls out. I a have shot. a gun now. <laughs> Bop. Uh, Am I, I was, dynamite too? Well, it was because I said shotgun and then yeah. it kind of like. Oh, I got you. Yeah, no, I was using my bow the whole time. Bow's uh, using a bow. Bow's using okay. a bow. Okay. Uh, so, Peter. Just yeah. to add to the complexity of the situation, yeah. Yeah. while this happened, uh, I was having a drowning issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just splashing him and then like yeah. dunking him, and, and then I and him. I rolled for it, so I know that I, it that is in fact happening. <laughs> <laughs> if he's actually drowning, I'll what did you roll? Pick him up. I rolled a three. Okay, you definitely are like choking on water a yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, I could stand and like kind of get my mouth out, but I figure. You so know. while uh, oh, Cipher and Bo are helping. trying to catch this fish at the same time, I'm just going to walk over and grab uh, Griorn by the hair on the top of his head and just pull him up out of the water. <laughs> Reorn, as you're underwater, you just feel you just feel uh, the hair. No, no, no strength. It's fine. (laughs) He's assisting you. He like you're like. (gasps) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I was perfectly fine. So I'll say (laughs) that this team building barbecue. Excuse me, gold dwarfs are our seafaring people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. I'm safe in a lot. Cypher would just think this is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the the team building barbecue goes on into the night. Um, you cook a few fish. You swim. You do my little hear, tobacco ceremony for the fish. Yes. Every time a fish is killed, a tobacco ceremony happens. We somehow find a shotgun. <laughs> and you... Uh, <laughs> shotgun around. No one knows where it came from. It came out of the fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you move into the night and that uh, uh, the next day. So, Bo, is there anything else you wanted to do before we tie this all up? <sighs> uh, Put a bow on it, Bo. I am going to go to Dolva and uh, tell him about... By yourself? Yeah, yeah, uh, by myself first. We don't have to role play that. I just want him to know I'm going to come completely clean and tell him that that white dragonborn came to see me. They're trying to exploit or uh, to... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, blackmail me with information on my mother. Uh, he, I know this is something that would be important to him too. Uh, and that I'm not going to do it. That the tribe means more to me than that. So, 
Okay. Okay. Well, just a little bit of a, a little, a little small role play there, as you know. Dolva immediately acts. Uh, bless you. Uh, acts, acts incredibly surprised. Um, first angry. Yeah. And then understanding. He kind of looks to you and he says, "Now, how can we tell that uh that she was a part of the uh, discussions that we're going to be having today?" Well, I don't know if she's going to be, uh, but uh, there was a spy that came to me a couple nights back and uh, told me that information and that if I could get you to lay over and, and we hung, hand over our territory, that they'd uh, give me the information about where Mother is. And uh, I, obviously, I, I can't do that, but... I just love that he just said mother. Yeah. <laughs> he stands he stands up and you know, even for his a his advanced age, he's still a hulking orc frame. Puts a hand on his shoulder and kind of draws you in a little bit closer and says, Hey, listen, I I wouldn't re- worry. We don't know if this is aligned to our current situation. This might be from uh you know, our past catching up on us because I, <laughs> I know you didn't want to help him out before. We don't know if this is going to be a part of what's happening here. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how I looked at it. So You're doing good. And your folks are doing good, too. Well, no, mean, go on. My dad's dead. but <laughs> No, he meant, he meant like the party. Like oh, the okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're... Okay, your your folks are doing. Thanks good. for clearing that up for me. <laughs> they're helping. They're helping out in the tribe. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're coming along. I think. Go on, get some sleep because we got to go tomorrow. Tomorrow is the D day where you're gonna yeah. have this conversation. Yeah. Uh, we should have a signal or something like that for uh, uh, if we need the others to come in and help out. What are you thinking? Well, uh, why don't we have, uh, 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 uh that woman that is the witch style woman. Shaman Torva? Shaman Torva. Why don't we have her, uh, have some sort of flare style magic ready for the others to make their way in? All right. Sounds good. Okay. Ace, your uh, parrot's falling off. Yeah, my parrot is. All right, so <laughs> just add more tape. Just add more tape. Just keep the, adding more tape. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching the night, his neck slowly get in like worse position. I'm like, you're gonna have a neck spasm at this point. Yeah. Um. Slowly. I mean, you can take the dragon off. Yeah, if you really just, need to. We could just we could just lose the dragon. Yeah, let's lose the dragon. But she's trying so hard. Fine. Thank, yeah. you, thank, thank you. Thank you, though. I appreciate your work on, on keeping this. Yeah, it's got. <laughs> now right, show the camera we're... all oh, the duct man. tape that was on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh please. My God. There's a lot of duct wow. tape. Wow. Hola, did he lose his uh, headphones in the mix there? No, Holy. There's, okay. There's something. For there's the record, it didn't work. Something attached to the. Oh, the string. That's string. Oh, yeah. That's, we that's even tried string. string. We tried string. We tried tying it. Roger that. Lots Stop of things. Stop distracting everyone, Becky. Jeez. Sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know, 
the night ends off with another one of the this is actually the night that the play happens and the the oh, uh i did have uh, one more one more oh. talk conversation i want to have sorry yeah go ahead uh and i'm gonna wake up griorn one morning really bright and early i'm always up uh, <laughs> you go into the tent and he's asleep <laughs> yeah i'm going to uh blowing the butt trumpet <laughs> Huh? Gonna, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, this whole tent just it's not is even here. That type horrible. Uh, I'm gonna just nudge him while holding my nose and go uh, get dressed. I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! Uh, we're uh, we're going for a ride. A, a what? A ride. Oh, I'd walk uh, with you, but I'm sure you're not in that state. Well, you walk slower than me, and I wrestle myself out of the door first. Mm. Everything's competition. Everything's competition. Uh, most defensive dwarf I've ever met. Yeah, no, right? It's Where like, you riding up like to? he's got a complex. Yeah, up piece. Here you go. I, I help him up onto the... Uh, on his horse. And then I look around and make sure nobody saw it. We're just going for a leisurely ride through the uh, through the forest. Uh, no real plan for Bo here. He just wants to uh, gauge Griorn's uh, general feelings on everything and, and see if there's anything he wants to address because uh, uh, gen- you know he's kind of a go with the flow guy. So okay. this is uh, this is after you drop the bombshell on us. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, I'll throw this to Griorn for a second. It's just m- most of this ride is silent. Uh, just the, the 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 plodding along of hooves across grass and you know into a little bit of a wooded area. There's just silence. What are you doing, Griorn? <clears throat> well, a bow, as you know. I'm not one known for being quiet. No, I honestly just kind of had an inner bet to see how long it would take for you to talk. Did I win? I'm pretty sure I won. Uh, well, I won. One of me won. Anyway. Uh, That's not true. I won. You, you hit the under, so. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that, is, that a, is that a short joke? Is that what that is? That's a short joke. Jokes on all levels, truthfully. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I spent most of the week kind of thinking about uh, courses of action and strategies and all that. You know, I'm not, I'm an old man compared to you, young bucks. I'm not so stupid. I've been around the world and uh, we're in a bit of a predicament here, right? I, 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 you know, I, you splash a little paint on my face. I'm loyal to your people. And I'm quite honestly nervous. Well, I uh, I understand that you found yourself in a situation that you didn't necessarily want or need to be in. And I, I do want to say that I appreciate the help that you've provided so far. Uh, and... Uh, Coming all this way with us, that, even though I did save your life. I was no. going to say, that goes both ways, but uh, uh, you didn't save my life. I mean, we had everything handled, but 
I mean, you just, you, yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I will understand completely if you want to go on your way. I will not fault you for that, and I won't blame you for it. Uh, would the thought never cross my mind, but I'm concerned about the politics here. I'm not sure that the, 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 the tribe on the whole is thinking about the big picture here. War Chief Dolva has a very hard time seeing that. I try to... Oh, they're fighting a war they can't win. I know. I know. Just on sheer numbers. What would you do if Navigawa was invaded by... I'd kill him. Those hated... I'd kill him. Yeah, exactly. If there was only five of you left... We're killing them. You're going to die trying, right? Uh, we wouldn't die. Have you seen me? I win everything. Well, that's how we try to go about things here as well. Um, except the height challenge. Except can, the height challenge. You go to hell while we're testing. I'm not, I'm not here. <laughs> so you see the predicament. Here's the thing. And I think you know it. We've garnered some respect from the Komodan dynasty. But we did it under a guise of not being bloodhead. There's some level of exploitation there to go and persuade them to fight the true enemy. And their true enemy is the Haldrenmian Empire. Right. As I understand it. So, how do we take your people, well, I mean, you, you said it earlier, enemy of my enemy, right? But they still look at you like an enemy. And they're going to use you to crush you in the, in, in the front lines. So I, I, I really, I'm, I'm divided. I'm divided too. Uh, I've had a, a couple different thoughts that... Uh, Maybe we go to the Haldrimian kingdom and help them out. And under the condition that we get to keep their la our, la our land. Maybe we go to them for support. But again, we don't know who they are. I've never met anybody from, I don't, well, except for Perry, I think. But. I and uh, Cypher, she's from there oh, too. Oh, I guess she's from there too. And they were very helpful people. I mean, that's worth that's worth a look, but I think we need to have the ceasefire right now. And what we can do is we'll say that we'll work for them, us, as a, as, for the Comedon, as maybe a infiltration squad of some sort, or group, but then we can double-cross them. And we'll give them, we'll uh, give the Haldrimian Kingdom all the information that we have. I... I is a man not prone to the man. double cross. And I is a man who's loyal to the family first. I agree. But maybe your peoples are known for nomadic movements. They they they're survivors. They survive on the land. 
Uh, maybe. Maybe we continue forward on our own path. And maybe we go check out the whole German kingdom. Empire. And maybe we do some scouting and find out what's going on over there. In the interim, I do have personal interest that's on the way. And I don't, I'm not saying my personal interest trump what's going on here. But what I'm saying is, the tribe's not going to die overnight. Well, it could die overnight. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> huh. What? I, I honestly, I don't know how tomorrow's going to go, and that's really the only thing. What's that tomorrow? Tomorrow is the is the day is the day that we're going to Post Malone. Is the we're doing it or do all of us doing it? No, we're going, man. We're it's all us. of us. It's all, all of us. Hmm. Dova will be there. And the the main. The, we're not going to put everybody in danger, but I think that uh, tonight I'm going to make sure everybody's packed up and ready to get on the move if we need to, and that the whole Dreaming Kingdom is going to be. That'll be the. Uh, that'll be the spot to start moving towards and see if they'll take in some refugees. Like so. So hold on. I'm. T- First of all. I'm beautiful and not necessarily brilliant. The whole journey of kingdom is in the north of us. Yes. And I need to go to the south of us. All right. So, so we need to go. So it's not along the way then. It's not along the way. Right. I was two birds and one stone in, but, but we was have more than that. We have a portal that'll take us to the Eldramian Kingdom if we can get boarded again. Well, that's not a problem. I'm very persuasive when you need me to be. Hey, you too. I think that uh, you're, you've been very patient, and uh, what you want to check out is of importance. It seems like it could help us out in the long run. I think it could, maybe, but I, honestly, Bo, I don't know enough about this this magic. Well, that's the funny thing about life is that uh, we don't really have any answers for anything. We just have to go with what feels right, or what we think is right, or what we think it's going to help us in the long run. So there's no real answers about how any of this is going to go. I And I hate to say it, but I don't think anybody's thinking about where's Perry. Well, from my understanding, he might be in the Haldramian kingdom. Son of a gun. Right? He might have went... Uh, we have no fucking idea, but there's... We don't even have a breadcrumb with that one. And what about mom's? I'll find her eventually. Is she in the south? I don't know where she is. I don't have any of that. I wasn't given any information, but uh, so we can start somewhere around there. Tomorrow, you're meeting with the Comedon Dynasty. Yeah. To talk to them about a truce. That's correct, yeah. What value are you bringing to them? Us. We're going to help them fight the Haldramian Kingdom. Oh, that, that's the that was the that was the initial plan. That was what we talked to them about. We help them in exchange for them leaving us alone. So then, 
Yeah, this throws everything off. It's a tricky situation. So I think we go into that meeting knowing what we know, and we just take it from there. We can't assume what they know or what they think they know, and we have to hear them out. Yep, that's the plan. Well, realistically, we don't want to war with them. No, we will die. Yeah. We might get away, but the the children won't. Uh, the shopkeepers won't. The ones that aren't fighters won't. They're all good. They'll all die or become slaves. Mm. So we got to be uh, gentle with this tomorrow. So who's doing the talking? You then? Uh, I think Dolva, myself, yourself, I think we should all be there. We're the ones that started this. We're the ones that decided on it. So uh, I think you and Cypher have we're charismatic quite, ways about you. We're quite charming. Uh, but uh, it's not really my strong suit. But I do try to make sense or straightforward points so that might be a good thing dolva can talk so so here's what i'm going to suggest then take me in front of dolva tonight to have the conversation about me being there on the front line of conversation because i'm a i'm quite eloquent when i need to be and i'm not well tim i am part of your tribe now but I'm not necessarily part of your tribe. And I can talk as a mediator, an in-betweener. All right. Broker that conversation as a mediator. Sounds good. And uh, I think me being able to speak Draconic also helps us out. So. Oh, you're fucking smart. I see it. Oh, oh look at me. I'm Barag. I'm so smart. Sorry, I... Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) As you both ride off back to the camp, um, Bo, you bring Griorn to uh, Dolva the the final night before the discussions, and just just for the sake of time, we'll we'll do this quickly. You know, you bring up that you wanted... you, You want to bring up that he that you want the, the group there right. to have the discussions, right? Yep. Okay. Well, you enter the tent as Thode comes back out and uh, Dolva looks a little frustrated, but also a little calmed. He goes, well, that's just uh, Thode letting me know that uh, well, the citizens of Post Malone are being pretty... Uh, neutral on this and they're not they're not letting any parties in and out of the town so there's no Komodan military and then there's none of uh, there's none of us in there the only people they're allowing in is you your party me and the shaman all right and they're being pretty on it. They're being pretty strict on this. No weapons either. We're dropping our weapons at the at the general store. That's what we're being told. Really? Yeah. Both sides. There's no messing around. All right. Well, at least that keeps things 
somewhat even on both sides. Now you all get some sleep now. We're going to talk in the morning. We're going to ride out. We'll be there by midday. All right. Have your wits about you. Always. All right. So with this series of vignettes and stories coming to a close, we're going to move to the next day. Is there anything anyone wants to do before I go into the next half there? Was that Griorn? <laughs> no. Well, nope. It's okay. Um, <laughs> that was a weird noise that happened there. I yeah. don't know. Griorn is Griorn is good. So, is there anything yeah. you want to do in the morning before we leave before to go to? Uh, uh, well, first I need to go or, take a whiz or, in the forest. Okay, we're just gonna oh, skip past I, that I, all. I would probably just uh, say to Bo. Um, I don't. The only stake I have in this is you and everyone's safety. So, if you would like me to speak up, just kind of give me a little signal. If you would like me to not speak up, I'll kind of follow your lead. I am at your disposal. My charisma is here. And I just put that in his hat because I don't want to take over anything. I don't know what I'm talking about. As you two are talking, um, Warchief Dolva exits his tent and he looks a little bit more. Uh, ceremonial than he usually does his leathers are adorned with these uh spikes and horns that he's taken from uh past kills and has adorned them to his shoulder pieces he's wearing a symbolic uh head wrap which would uh Bo Wawatess you would know this is something that is more toward the uh toward the blood hands like rituals and and also uh, attached to his forearms are these um, bands with feathers off of it, a red and white feather on both hand, uh, both sides and he hops onto his horse and he says um, he, uh, he sees Shaman Torva and he gets a few people to help her onto the horse and says alright are uh, you guys ready to roll out Let's go. Yes, sir. All right. Stay behind me and let's keep going. So you all take your own horses. Don't worry, Wawa Tessa. You don't need to turn into a horse this time. (laughs) You're good. Um, You make your way to Post Malone. The midday sun shines bright on this day. The sound of vultures crowing in the background. Uh probably near a far-off kill. The fall air is warmer than usual as you approach Post Malone. You can see that the Komodon contingent is already there. Speaking with the mayor, oh here, you can see the wood elf frame kind of smaller in comparison to the Komodon around him. A large tent has been erected and a long table with many chairs rests underneath an ornate wagon stands parked by the tent with a larger wagon seemingly used to transport Komodon military turning around and being escorted further away from the town Um, the Komodon military turn to investigate the oncoming noise to meet you directly in the eye. You 
see the group of dragonborn straighten and form a line as Ohir moves to welcome you. He walks up and says, ah, Welcome. You see, uh, uh, we, we have a, a, a special dignitary today who, um, who's made his way all the way from Amazal. Um, and you can see the hulking frame of Viceroy Karth, the scar running down from his right eye, down across the left side of his chin, this sort of large stocky build. And usually he's wearing a uh, ceremonial dragonborn armor more of a plate mail with a uh, a robe underneath. And uh, Ohir stops and looks and says, uh, he's the Viceroy from Amazal, I believe, and he has heard a little bit about you, um, but I will ask that you drop your weapons with um, Joanne at the general store. I'm sorry we don't have a better place to lock these up, but it's the most safest place right now. Um, Can I make you, a perception check to make sure that all of the dragonborns we saw were weaponless too? Absolutely. <laughs> a nat 20. Oh, crit! Very nice. Oh, Very crit. nice. It's Very 25. nice. <sighs> Leaning over, Good roll. looking past to the tent in the shaded area, you see that they are actually in the midst of handing over their weapons. Okay. To another dignitary. Uh, this is a person who you, Griorn, Bo, Wawatesi, you've seen them in the, uh, um, you've seen them in the the town before. It's the, um, it's one of the farmers that helped burn the crops. Um, they're collecting the weapons and they're bringing them over to Joanne, who's putting them in a, a crate, as it were. Good. I will uh, walk over and start to put my weapons in and uh, look at Joanne and try and see if I can shove one of my axes down like the back of my <laughs> you know hat. Roll sleight of hand. Oh, that's not good. Uh, 11. Oh, unfortunately, it's it, it's a little too. It clatters to the ground yeah. as oh, you try to. Whoops! You, dropped it. Put it in the, oh, in the so box. Oh, you're so clumsy these days. <laughs> so clumsy. Oh. Um, Long night. And I'm assuming everyone else kind of goes ahead and puts yeah. their weapons in. I ain't put mine in the crate. I'll put them up against the wall in her in her place. Joanne says, "Don't worry, I'll take care. We'll put it in there for you. All right." Uh, no, Joe. Joe. Joanne. These are special weapons for a special person. I will take care of them. Don't worry. All right? And I just hand her my stuff, including the loot, or not the loot, the uh, violin. And okay. Thing. Thank you, Joanne. Okay. No problem. Um, now, oh, here comes by. Uh, are we all ready to sit down? I will be mediating in between the discussions today. I want to thank you all for coming to Post Malone to have this most historic discussion. Um, I thank you all here, and I'll give him like the wake and the nod because we you, know each other quite well. You see the 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 stoic bronze frame, uh, bronze dragonborn viceroy Karth sit down rather forcefully into his chair, and you see beside him the Arbon Arbon Shakar, who you met here before, and two other dragonborn, um, the other two red dragonborn that was with her before. 
you all sit down at the table and Ohir says, I would like to first take this moment to introduce uh, to dignitaries to this table. On the on the Komodan side, we have Viceroy Koth Sabor. Is that correct? And you see the Dragonborn nod. And it says, and on this side, we have War Chief Dolva of the Bloodhand tribe. Now, today we are brought here to have a discussion under a ceasefire. Now, Voice Rakoth, would you please bring forward your requests? And you see him pull out some papers and put them on the table and goes, Yes, um, I'm rather surprised to see these. These three, I don't recognize the fourth here with you. I don't know if you remember who I am. Um, we have met some time ago, but nonetheless, I'm surprised to see you running within the Bloodhand tribe. The Komodan dynasty requests the cessation of raiding in the northern half of the Komodan di- dynasty lands the Temravi Plains. And we call for the Bloodhand tribe to be dissolved and integrated into the Komodan citizenship. And he puts his papers down. And he motions to you and Dolva to make your wants. Dolva looks over and says, What do you think? We're never going to dissolve, but uh, we need to have a ceasefire to regroup. And uh, maybe if we help them out enough, we'll be able to live separately, but peacefully. Uh, If I, if I may, uh, Viceroy Karth and, uh, Oh my god, I'm going to forget the other guy's name. Arbin Shakar? Arbin Shakar, as we have met previously. You must by now know of the value of this, the Blood Hand tribe, and I'll I'll gesture towards Dolva and and Barak. Uh, 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 I am not of the mainland, but I have become quite loyal to this, the Bloodhand tribe, then they are nothing more than a tribe of people existing in the way that they were raised and historically brought forward. There is a value among these people, and you have seen it firsthand. We have helped you out several times. And if you go all the way quite to Tallrand, the main city there, you could speak to Zun Amarak Amarak and find out of our history. Okay, roll persuasion. 
with disadvantage because you kind of just jumped into the middle of this <laughs> while they're doing their oh, that's in, good. their intros. Uh, persuasion, thirteen. Um, the viceroy looks over almost in a a cold stare to you and says, <sighs> "Correct me if I'm wrong, but you are." Grion Smashdown of Nevergar, are you not? Why, that I am. Just funny. Uh, I also want to add, I am of a higher status and class, so my interactions with this higher class would be in a way that they understand. No, I know, I know, but. Just, the, you, I just throw it out there. Just, just. I know, but you also kind of, you just, you did just jump into the middle of the negotiation, and he says, "Funny, I find you on this side, where uh, I know. Well, Nevergua does supply us with multiple necessities. It's funny that." A gold dwarf such as yourself would take this position. <clears throat> I wouldn't call it a position. More of a humanitarian fact. Okay. Okay. Take a point of inspiration for that. Okay. Thank you. To, to use that for later. Um, Dolva kind of sits up and says... Now, I, uh, I I'm not a man of uh, many words here, but uh, I'll put it straight. You're killing off my people. How's that fair? We've been living on these lands longer than you have even known about them. Now you're asking me to take my history, my people, and just throw it away to be a part of what you're doing, what you're offering to us. You see Viceroy Carth kind of shift a little bit in his seat and he goes, well, let me give you an example. The Grung. Do you know these of these Grung? Yeah. Well, to those who don't, the little frog people, um, they inhabit the uh, Zilgal Tangle around the Amazon. They were instrumental in our onslaught against uh, the Yuan-Ti. The and now, from their help, they're being welcomed to the Komodon Dynasty, and they're being integrated. And they couldn't be more thankful. I think you should be a little bit more grateful for this opportunity to sit down and discuss. Isn't that right, Borok? Well, we are thankful for the opportunity to discuss terms, but I think you forget that we do have a lot to offer. In the way of helping with battles or helping with your war against the Haldrimian Kingdom, we 
have many skills that uh, you will lose if you decide to kill us all. Our main stance on this agreement or this ceasefire right now is we're never going to uh, give up our lands. Uh, we need you to know that. But I think we can coexist. We will never be a part of the Komodan dynasty because that is not our way. It just doesn't make sense. But we would be willing to establish trade relations. We would be willing to teach some of our ways and, and how the Timuravi Plains can be utilized without destroying it. As my less eloquent friend is trying to explain is war isn't the answer here. It's more about finding common ground and as he said, coexisting. There's no reason to be fighting on so many fronts when, as a matter of fact, this is a band of warriors. So why not use these warriors to your benefit? We can um, move to the front lines and help you. We got into Talrand by ourselves and without much notice and got out again, again, after even going be before the... <clears throat> there's, there's no need to embarrass anyone. It's just a matter of fact. We are skilled in what we do is what he's saying, I think. Roll persuasion, by the way, with advantage. Uh, one, or both of you can roll or one of you rolls with advantage. Let me roll. You're good. Uh, 27. Okay. Well, Viceroy leans in after that word and he says, no doubt the heroic efforts of what you've done in Talrand uh, reached my ears. They did. And uh, as a Viceroy, I thank you for your assistance with the dynasty. But you're, you're speaking as if there's almost a unified threat here. Now, I don't know of what you did, but I know that you did assist. What are you trying to get at? <clears throat> if, I, if I may, there, it's, it's twofold, Vice sure right? To tell them about the gems. And that, the, yeah. There is a unified threat in your kingdom, and it comes by way of nothing humanoid. It is a pink geode. It is a magical geode. It is a magical curse across your land. Now, where that comes from, I don't know. And we've been investigating on our own, and we have some knowledge, and we took that knowledge into your kingdom directly. And they understood the threat. And they helped us. And they assisted us in dissolving that threat. Because if that gets into the city, everyone dies. It is an, it is an international pandemic. Uh, Wawatessi, could you make a perception check, please? Yes. And Griorn, make a, a persuasion. 23. Okay, well, with Tessie, what were you? Uh, am I using, like, rolling for perception or just my passive perception? Rolling. Okay. Because that one sucked. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. You just hear you hear this like just people kind of quietly listening in the background. There's a little bit more of a uh, screeching uh, of vultures again, but um, Dolva pipes up and says, "Now, I don't want to sound." Like you owe us something, but it seems like mine. And he re- ref- moves his arms out towards the the tribe here, and says, "Did your uh, your people a little bit of a favor there? Now, given what you've been doing to my people, I'm a little shocked and surprised. But at the same time, we could strike a deal where." We are working together against this unified force. I have seen what this crystal does. And if you've not heard of this crystal yet, you will soon. Because it's everywhere. Oh, Dova, they've heard about it. We went there directly to let them know. I don't know if if this one has. And Vice Rikarth pops up, uh, adds in and goes, No, I have not heard of this. I heard there was an attacker at the Grand Temple, and you seemingly stopped it. Aye, and we've let you know of many threats because we don't look at you as an enemy. We're here working together on the same land. I'm surprised that Zunamarak or no one from Talrand has notified you about the geode and the threat from the geode. It seems that they have seemingly forgotten about Armazol. Oh, roll intimidation, you bastard. <laughs> Natural 19 plus four. So Okay, I was going to say with, with uh, advantage, but that's great. Um, you can see that did strike a chord with him. And he looks over and says... Um, sometimes I am not brought up to up to date with the happenings in Amazal. Nonetheless, I do get my words in. Um, well, with Tessie, um, you're passive, you passively hear of uh, more screeching. The screeching of, of vultures becomes more and more gathered and closer as these discussions continue on. The, the noise of what sounds like a distant rock slide seems to be coming closer. The negotiation table begins to vibrate under the shaking ground. The noise of what seems to be a low guttural groaning becomes closer. Now, Wawatessi, you turn around and you face the noise and see a vulture resting on the roof of a nearby farmhouse. As it moves its beak, the sun catches the glint of a purple crystal formation lining its beak. Mm. Aw, shit. Just then, a farmhouse explodes outwardly. Another one, and another one. 
dust, wood, rubble fly into the sky as four auroch covered in crystals burst through the rubble and begin turning over carts, tossing people into the air. Screams and panic begin to run through the outpost as more vultures swoop in, clawing and pecking at people. The Dragonborn contingent reach for the Viceroy and pull him in and close, uh, pull him in close as they dash towards their weapons, ready to defend themselves. An Auroch tosses a, ha- uh, a male elf in the air as you see screams from his daughter and wife as another side of a house burst open in a flurry of sawdust and wood. And that's where we're going to end off. Oh, oh. come on! <laughs> I was ready. I was like, I'm jumping over the table. I'm going to protect the vice oh, in the cart. Man. Oh, my God. I was ready for it. Woo! Oh, man. Well, they're going to see firsthand. <laughs> Let's prove what? to them how well we can work together. Yeah. I mean, I'm only doing it for the for the tribe. Listen, uh, before we get out of here, thank you very much. First of all, D&DW, me, Mr. Your Friendly uh, Neighborhood Dungeon Master, Peter, crushing Excellent it. job, Peter. Amazing. We, amazing. Are, we know that sometimes these downtime episodes can be a little bit long-winded, but that was fantastic. We have that to give a... Sh- so much fun. It was a lot of fun. We have to give a shout out to Hans Loves D&D uh, for the follow. SMB3 Bro for the follow or SMBE Bro for the follow. Uh, Stoneless B is followed. Celestine Elvira gave us the follow. Matthew Perkins DM gave us the follow. Uh, Sir Muffin Man, a one has given us the follow. Maritime Gamer, thank you very much for the follow as well. Check them out, MaritimeGamer.tv on uh, Twitch.tv as well, aka Former has followed. Rev underscore DM has followed. Brandon Fraser has followed. Karen MT has followed. And thank you very much for all the anonymous uh, bits today, as well as Marvel who showed up in the chat. Thank you very much for the follow. This has been quite the episode. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you all so much yeah it's amazing this was a lot of fun there's no music at this point because i don't want to jump into anything else because i'm mad at peter and i want to fight everything (laughs) uh anybody have any announcements before we get out of here for the evening also happy halloween Halloween. Happy Halloween. halloween we're all dressed up i don't know if everybody has figured that out but we are dressed up and if you're listening to the podcast don't forget to check us out twitch.tv slash the dirtwood we are live sometimes you hear the bitty alerts uh, through that we might turn that off on uh, going forward but uh, it's a great sound Uh, and then YouTube we also go up on YouTube right yeah we go up on YouTube on our off weeks every other Sunday it is going up there so you can rewatch the podcast or the podcast there and everybody else is doing a lot of stuff so make sure you follow at DD show and tomorrow D&D with me, Peter, is going live on the Derpwood doing his world building channel. That's right. World building stream. Super That's fun to me. watch. Just come and shoot the shit with him. And then hopefully on Tuesday, I'm going to be doing my crafting dungeon monster stream. Wednesday, so lots of things. Yeah, Wednesday morning, you'll have another episode of Ty Wilson Talks. Love it. Um, anything you know else? Where you, can, you know where you can find that all? You can find that on our Discord, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Go absolutely. Join the Discord. Check, our, check our Discord. Check our Instagram. We try to keep everything up to date. We're going uh, full steam ahead right now. Uh, thank you to everybody on our Discord is, is moderating and changing everything. And let's get out of here. We awesome. love you. Thank you for watching another episode of Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice. Okay, bye. <laughs>